Greetings and welcome to the Tinfoil Tavern, the cocktail-fueled conspiracy podcast based out of a little kitchen in New Zealand. He didn't fuck it up this time. <laughs> he calls himself the uh, Urban Lumberjack, but we all know him as the Kmart Lumberjack, the impossible to underestimate Thomas Busby. <laughs> Kmart can make good red flannel shirts for cheap. That's why we call you the Kmart Lumberjack. No one calls me that. <laughs> I just started it. And that's the conspiracy floozy of New Zealand, Hannah, where all her personal conspiracies can be solved by peeing on a stick. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a pregnancy joke, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that are new to the podcast, basically the formula behind this is Hannah makes up some cocktails, makes up, sorry, researches and, and and pours some cocktails to match along with a conspiracy which she's going to inform me of which i can nearly guarantee you i know next to nothing about so for today's conspiracy what are we drinking we're drinking cosmonauts oh cosmonauts because today's conspiracy is the only one that i think you've heard of the moon landing yeah well sorry that's the one i'm probably the most excited about because it's literally the only one you could name when i asked you to name these conspiracies that you'd actually i can heard name of. another conspiracy Apart from Princess Diana? Apart from Princess Diana, because that was last week. Go on. 9-11. Okay. Good. What's a conspiracy? Is she, no. No, we'll We're save it. We'll about, save it. <laughs> about the moon landing. Yeah. Um, what do you know about the moon landing? Oh, no. Well, wait, 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 before hey, we get into the moon landing, I want to know what's in my cocktail. Very important. I'm so just going to stir it with my finger. I stirred mine with my pen. Yeah, because you're, you're classy. <laughs> I'm classy. It's been different like, manky finger in it. Why's your finger manky? So what's in our cocktail? What are we drinking? This is a cosmonaut. It's a mixture of gin, lemon juice, raspberry jam, and triple zec. Tastes a lot better than last week's one. It does. I think you could do with a bit more lemon juice, but I like them quite sour. What do you reckon? You can definitely taste there's a quite a lot of gin in there. There's a lot of gin in there. Is that a normal yeah, proportion like of a, gin or is that a Hannah portion of is gin? Is it Hannah pouring? It tastes like a Hannah pouring of gin. Well, what else would you expect when Hannah's the one pouring it? <laughs> Your mum didn't raise no punk bitch. She did. When it comes to pouring portions. So, for the Instagram page, when you put up the recipe, Mm -hmm. are you putting down what everyone else should do, or are you putting down the Hannah portions? You're going to put the Hannah one. Yeah. So, normally it says, like, do one portion of this, it now says do five portions. This, two parts, this, now that. Okay. So, how. Them's for bitches. So, how we drink it is how it's going to be on the Instagram page. Yeah. Right. I can feel it, like, dissolving all the bacteria and organs. And but mainly bacteria. Yeah, okay, cool. It's a health elixir. Yeah, yeah, cool. So today's conspiracy, or well, this evening's conspiracy, wherever mm. you in the world you may be listening to it. What New Zealand. <laughs> mainly centered around Taranaki. And that one person in Australia. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Does Scott not know yet? Oh shit, no, he doesn't. Oh man, you're gonna pop Scott's cherry on episode two. I'll have to do that. Okay. Cool, so we're about to have two listeners in Australia. And what are those listeners about to find out about? Well, they probably know most of this stuff. It's you that's the ignorant shit, so... What... It's ignorant shit! Okay, Patrick, sorry, that was harsh. Patrick's is Patrick. a Spongebob reference, because... He lives under a rock. Mm-hmm. I don't... Well, he does live under a rock. I don't live in the conspiracy lifestyle, so you're going to get a lot of dumb questions to clarify for the non-conspiracy type. You also didn't know what or where Harrods was. 
still not 100% sure. And, also, and, and from feedback we received... You also didn't know that champagne was like a protected... People don't officially know that because that wasn't in a podcast. Well, that wasn't. I'm just saying it's not only limited to conspiracies where you sometimes get under a rock. Do you want to IQ quiz it out? Anyway, <laughs> when we talk about the moon landing... Yes. What do you know about the moon landing and conspiracies to do with it? Like, just, just give me a rundown on what um, you actually know. So... I know there is conspiracies around the moon landing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as evidence, say, I could quote you, might be explained by Photoshop. Uh, maybe wind blowing the flag. Mm-hmm. Um, as in there's no wind on the moon, as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. And that's that's probably it. Okay. Like, even just my general knowledge as far as the moon landing goes. Granted, I, I enjoy sci-fi and spaceships as a general form of lifestyle, I couldn't even tell you what year it happened. Um, well, I know the technology that. behind it is horrific, but so you glad I say what? Well, I was going to give you a real boring rundown of the moon landing. Mm, how about instead of making it boring, you just smack it out? Just smash it out? Yeah. How long do I have? No, she is. Oh, that's not up to you. You can just sit down and shut up. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a brief rundown of the moon landing. Mm-hmm. So, July 20, 1969. The Apollo 11 lunar module lands on the moon. Oh, whoa, we'll jump into the good stuff, right? Yep. Oh, no, well, we don't want to go, like, way back. No, nah, cool, I was, I was scared. Were you alive but... then? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not there's anything wrong with the, the listeners that are of that age. No. But Hannah also enjoys burning bridges of anyone that could be a potential sponsor. All the old people are no longer allowed to be sponsors. Your, your mum. Not that she's old, she's beautiful. All sponsors us. She sponsors us. She gave us half the show. Majority of the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening like 12 times in a row, Mum. I know that like 20 out of the 29 listeners, most of that was you. <laughs> and Caitlin. So, oh, and Caitlin. I think she only listened once. Anyway, we're digressing. Polo 11, um, it launched from the Kennedy Space Center on uh, Merritt Island in Florida. The The crew were, you should know this one, name one person from the crew. Armstrong. Buzz. It, yeah. And the third guy... And no one can remember his name. Oh, he wasn't stick. important because he didn't actually walk on the moon. Oh, because he did he stay up in orbit? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Michael okay. Collins. Oh, poor. Right. I appreciate you, Michael. Yeah, yeah. You did a good job. You were very important, very necessary. The the spacecraft had three compartments: the command module, the service module, and the lunar module, Eagle. Mm-hmm. Once the uh, once the craft was in lunar orbit, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin entered Eagle, and they separated it from the command module where they descended and landed on the moon's surface in an area that they called the Sea of Tranquility. This, uh, when they landed the, the eagle onto the moon's surface, that's where the famous phrase comes from, the eagle has landed. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So about six hours later, um, they were ordered to rest by the command center uh, back, in, back in Houston. They said, go have a little nap. Neil Armstrong opened the hatch. A camera attached to the craft... Hold on a second. Yeah. But- they landed, waited mm-hmm. six hours, mm-hmm. told to have a rest, and he got out instead of resting? They're after the six hours. Oh, okay, they rested. So they had and a rest for right, six hours. Right, right, okay, cool. Yeah. And then they get out. Yeah. We're not into the conspiracy bit yet, so... No, no, I was just checking your facts, because I'm sceptical of this one quite heavily. Oh, you think we didn't land on the moon? You're sceptical that we no, landed on the moon? No, sceptical that it's a conspiracy. Okay, well, we haven't got that bit yet. No, 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 but... So just... Yeah, I'm just fact-checking you as we go. Carry on. Chill, princess. So a camera attached to the craft was 
beaming the footage met you with, where it was watched by about 650 million people worldwide. And this was pretty much a live stream. I think the delay was about seven seconds. Um, Surely and- longer than that. Delay from, sorry, that's not the conspiracy. Carry on. Um, Neil spoke his famous words. You his famous One small step. Yep. Carry on. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Yes, and the conspiracy about that is, he says that he didn't say that. He said, he said, that's one small step for a man and one giant leap for mankind. But the A was missed in the recording somewhere. 20 minutes later, Buzz joined Neil on the moon's surface. Obviously, 20 minutes? Yeah, no, maybe he ended up poop or something. Or, okay, well, it's first time on, a, on like, a foreign object. Yeah, Neil was, like, burning up and dying, or, like, anyone, any aliens coming to get him. Have, you heard the sto- have I told you the story about the first um, Russian to do a spacewalk? No. Apparently, this is a real short story, it's a complete side check. But apparently he, and don't quote me on any of these numbers or facts, this could just be a conspiracy or made-up story, left the ship... Boom, suit swells up. He can't get back in because of the um, vacuum difference. You've ruined everything. What do you mean I've ruined everything? You'll find out later. You've ruined everything. Carry on with your bullshit story. So to get back in, he bleeds his suit. As a result of that, he burns off about 12 kgs of body liquid in a couple of minutes. And then gets back into his, his ship as he comes back to Earth whatever Russian NASA is, loses tracking on the ship, and it takes him, two, takes him two days to find him as he's just in a plot of land somewhere. You're just stirring your drink, ignoring me. My I'm stories, aren't, you. <coughs> my stories aren't entertaining. Let's keep They're hearing about the news. No. I'm just a little bit pissed, that's all. As in, annoyed, not drunk. <clears throat> You'll find out why. Yeah, cool. So, Buzz joins Neil on the moon about 20 minutes later. They spend uh, just a couple of hours collecting rocks, pretty rocks. Playing golf. Yeah, playing golf. Taking photos, hanging out with the aliens up there. Just kidding, we're not to that point yet. Installing a seismometer. Yes, I love alien stuff. Sorry, Kira. Is it a seismometer or a seismometer? I don't know, it wasn't there. To measure moonquakes. Oh, seismic, so it must be a seismometer to measure moonquakes. Mm -hmm. And a retroreflector, which enables lasers to measure the distance very accurately between um, the points on Earth and the moon. Now, apparently these are so accurate, it would be similar to beaming a a laser point from... uh, I can't remember where the start point was, but the end point was New York. And it would be like within a hair breadth, hair width breadth. You're talking about accuracy here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The width of a hair strand. Mm-hmm. So it's very accurate. Mm-hmm. Very accurate. Um, they also erected the American, <sighs> the American flag. We won't get into that yet. The mm-hmm. whole conspiracy bit. I've already mentioned that. Yeah, you did. You did. But yep. I'm just saying. Yeah. We're just going through all the, the actual facts at the moment. Um, they also put up a like a a structure or, or a small one like a, I guess you could say a plaque that showed drawings of Earth uh, and the message said here men from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon July 1969 AD we came in peace for all mankind they also left a memorial patch from Apollo 1 to honour the crew that died uh, two years prior during a practice launch that went wrong and two memorial medals for the Soviet cosmonauts Vladimir Komarov and Yuri Gagarin that's quite nice. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. They also left a memorial bag containing a gold replica of an olive branch to symbolise peace. 
and a silicon disc containing goodwill statements from over 73 countries. You better hope that whatever finds it <laughs> understands the olive branch. You hope so. Maybe and that's not an Earth olive... exclusive. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's a different. Imagine how shit it would be if you just were on Mars chilling and they don't have any extra virgin olive oil. That would suck. Do you, do you reckon that's why they left a golden olive branch? To understand the key aspects to cooking. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it's one of the key aspects. <laughs> Is this the main bulk of your conspiracy? Yeah. Fucking aliens don't know <laughs> the cook. main components of cooking. They live Salt, off a, acid, fat, heat. We all know this. They live off a, a protein pill diet. It's people. When you say flavour, they just look at you confused. Salt and green is people. <laughs> so during this... This episode's going to suck. <laughs> Ouch. Because it's olive oil based. <laughs> Olive oil is a good base. <laughs> Just don't use it as lubricant. Oh, jeez. What? Carry on, please. I'm laughing from a distance. <laughs> so during this time when I play with olive oil on the surface of the moon, uh, Michael Collins, the third, no, who, the third astronaut, and no one can remember his name because no one cares about him. Oi. I care about him. I, I said that before. You also just said no one cares No one about else him. cares about him, but we're the G's and we care about him. Mm-hmm. He's still... All alone in the uh, the space. Yeah, in the module that's in orbit around the moon. So he orbits the moon um, about thirty times in the twenty-one and a half hours that he was alone up there. Because oh, really? quite a lot of this time, they they only spent like a couple of like two and a half hours prancing around the moon, mm. and then they like had to nap and everything. So he was like up there for about uh, twenty-one and a half hours, and he orbited the moon about thirty times. And during that time, once every one time every orbit. There was a, a period of time when he was on the far side of the moon where there'd be a 48-minute period where he had zero contact with anyone. Not the Earth or the crew. Just cool. completely cool. alone. Yeah. Floating around in space. Yeah. I'm picturing him also doing a drive bug and, hey guys, how's it going? Over the moon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in reception now. I hope you're having a good day. <laughs> That's probably exactly how it happened. I'm so lonely. <laughs> Sorry. Quite Much better cocktail, cocktail than last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Oh, after about two and a half hours. I think you'd be a pro at swallowing. You'd think. Obviously not. After about two and a half hours of hanging out in the room. Dad listens to this, eh? I don't don't know. He hasn't mentioned. Okay, hopefully not. Dad, do you listen to this? If you do, say potatoes next time I have a coffee with you. So Neil and Buzz get back onto the Eagle and uh, went to sleep for about seven hours. And then they started preparing for the ascent back to Columbia. Mm-hmm. They reconnect with Columbia and Eagle was left in orbit. Now, currently its whereabouts is unknown but presumed crashed on the moon somewhere. But it, there is also a possibility it's still actually in orbit around the moon. So, no, sorry, quick, let me. So, they landed in the Eagle, they went back yeah, up so and rejoined a, with the main module. Sorry, yeah. I've forgotten its name. And they left Columbia. the Eagle in yeah, orbit. So, so they, they don't need to drag around all that weight with them. So, yeah. And also re-entry is, is risky enough when you haven't even done it before, ever. So they left it in orbit because they didn't need they didn't need it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, uh, Does it contain all the evidence? Contain all the evidence. Don't leave it on the moon. Take it up so it burns up nicely. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I, like, I, like, I like where your head's already at. Mm-hmm. Um, wait yeah. until later. What? What did you say? Wait until later. Uh, I just ruined what I just said. Like she's pretty, her. guys. She's real pretty. I At promise. Least I'm pretty. I'm slow, but I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So the, yeah, the eagle, no one knows where it is yet at the moment. Mm-hmm. No, it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. The Columbia was planning a, uh, on a, on a controlled crash or landing, whatever you want to call it, landing slash control crash, uh, at a location in the central Pacific ocean. Due to weather reports of an incoming storm, the location was shifted about 250 miles northeast and there were fleets of boats and helicopters tracking the exact landing location. And uh, they, they located the craft pretty easily and the crew inside were all goodsies. They were shifted into a biological insulation, isolation garment, sorry, before getting out. Don't want no lunar viruses. Yeah, don't want no lunar viruses. Scientists were pretty concerned about the possibility of unknown pathogens so yeah cool cool yeah they, 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 they were safe yeah they were they wished aboard the helicopter in their isolation stuff taken to a waiting naval ship the uss hornet uh where they'd set up a mobile quarantine facility and uh the or the raft that that actually picked them up from the lander that had crashed into the ocean mm. controlled land mm. they, they actually sunk that on purpose just in case of any pathogens okay yeah. okay um, the crew, so the ocean's fucked, but the ocean's fucked. Yeah, and all these fish with like three eyes. Do you watch The Simpsons? Yep, yep. I think it was Futurama. Oh, the Simpsons movie as well. Yeah. 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 So the crew, the crew finished off the rest of the twenty-one day confinement period at the lunar receiving laboratory. Twenty-one day. Yeah, you gotta be. Oh, don't remind the, the the word quarantine actually comes from the Italian quattro, which means four. Mm-hmm. Because like ships coming in a long time ago, this is off the top of my head, so I'm not fact checking. They had to stay in port for four weeks, and that's where the word quarantine came from, from quattro meaning four. Due to like black plague kind of days. Yeah, probably anything, head lice, crabs, that kind of thing. Chlamydia. Yeah. So all the fun ones. All the fun ones. Or you know, you're having fun when you have them. When you get them. When you get them, yeah. So they, they went into solitary confinement for 21 days at the Lyndon B. Johnson Space Center in Houston. Mm-hmm. The The successful mission was obviously massively celebrated worldwide. It was it was huge. The The crew went on a whole war tour, like just like rock stars. The The samples that they collected from the moon helped us understand the moon a lot more. The, the rocks are able to give us a, a much more accurate age of the moon, which is, approximately, in your case you're interested, approximately 4.6 billion years. And the chemical makeup is similar to the earth rocks, which is uh, one of one of the basis of the theory, because technically no one actually knows why or how the moon is. It just is. So apparently the moon could have been formed by debris coming from off the earth uh, after some kind of really huge impact. So like a long, long time ago, back in the early stages of the planet, uh, and getting fixed into orbit. So basically, the moon could be actually. This isn't conspiracy. This no, is this just is just and this is not. Yeah, this, yeah, uh, yeah. this is not. I'm not saying this is how the moon formed, because no one really knows. I have a disclaimer I meant to read. Oh shit! Should we smash that in now? Because we haven't made any conspiracies yet. Yeah, last dad would turn me off. Not that he's listening to this. You ready? Yeah. The materials appearing. Shit! Not a good start. This is a terrible disclaimer. The materials appearing in this podcast, it's the third time a charm. The materials appearing on this podcast are provided for general information and entertainment purposes and do not represent us making any claims against any or all parties or people mentioned. Including Fiat. <laughs> to understand that joke, you need to listen to last week's episode. Like, share, and subscribe! 
can carry on. Fuck, where was I? No one knows how the moon formed. Yeah. yeah. Maybe from Earth yeah. in the so, early days. Yeah. yeah, it may have formed. And this is this was a, a leading theory sort of helped by the, the moon landing with the rocks. They got all the pretty rocks that they got. It that, was just a lot of similarities there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. chemically. Okay. There's yeah. a lot of similarities. Yeah. So that is the history of the moon landing. Okay. You know, a very brief... I'm sorry, this is boring, but very brief, just to do your No, no, because based on last week's episode, this is all fuel for understanding the conspiracies and... Yeah. You need a little bit of fact to make some judgment. Yeah. You need a basic understanding. Yeah. So now I'll give you a very, very brief history of space travel. Cool. So the... Do you know what the space race was? Vaguely, like, like as in a race to the moon. Yeah. Between... Do you know who it was between? I know Russia was involved and maybe China. So... Pretty much just the United States and Russia. Oh, okay, no China. Well, actually, not Russia. Like, at that, yes, Russia, but also no, not Russia. The USSR. Yeah, yeah. So, at that point, it was uh, the Soviet Union. Yeah. So, the, the USSR was... Uh, they were initially winning the space race. Mm-hmm. They, they launched the first artificial satellite into orbit in 1957, Sputnik. Mm-hmm. Cool name. You, you've heard of Sputnik, obviously. I've known the name, yeah. Yep. Um... And that they're also the first to put a living creature into orbit. Monkey? Dog? dog. Mouse? Dog. Dog. Okay. Uh, like a, the, the dog. And it's a very sad story. I assume you don't want me to tell it to you because it will upset you. Assume the dog dies. She does. Okay, stink. I won't tell it to you because it's, it's not... It's very sad, mm-hmm. and it's not, but it's not overly relevant, so I won't tell you to upset you, but we should at least raise a glass to Laker because it's a sad story and it to upsets Laker, the dog. Laker? Yeah. Like the so. basketball team? The Lakers. Uh, L, it's Russian. L-E-I-K-A. So it could be Lika, but I think it's Lika. Okay. So we'll raise it. We'll raise it. Cheers, puppy doggo. Cheers to Lika. Yeah. That's very sad. We like our dogs here at the Tinfoil Tavern. We do. Like, human deaths. Cool. But meh. Meh. But Kill animals, a puppy. Fuck you. That's rude. I, yeah. Yeah. Animals. It's, it's very sad. So we're, we're drinking to Lika currently. Mm-hmm. Please take a sip if you're listening with a drink. There Ideally, uh, what are we drinking again? Well, that was a cosmonaut. I finished mine. Yeah. <laughs> there is a statue Scalded. to there yeah. is a statue to Laker in Russia. Oh, cool. Okay. So that, that cool. Nice. Yeah. So, so she she died on on that mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, so this is all suicide like, mission. Like they knew she was going to die. Well, probably they knew. Well, you don't know. Well, I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna read the story about Laker, but one of one of the commanders in charge of the mission years later said that he regretted they did that because they're facing a lot of like time pressure, mm-hmm. and they ended up doing this. But they knew that she probably wouldn't okay. come home. Yeah, she was a stray dog, yeah. um, and one of the I don't know if it's the same commander. I can't recall. That doesn't make it better. Yeah, it doesn't make it better at all. This it was just it was relevant to what I was about to say. Next, I think most of the world doesn't mind a bit of fuel to hate Russia at the moment. So I'm carry on. <laughs> So that wasn't, not wasn't all, saying it was not all. Not okay because she's Australian. I was giving you some context for the next statement, mm-hmm. which is what that one of the one of the engineers took her home with him the in the couple of days preceding to her flight. No, no, stop it. I don't want to develop a connection to her. I already have and I cried. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, is this why you messaged me earlier in the week saying you were crying? No, I think that's something else. Oh, okay. You are quite emotional. Excuse me? <laughs> Not. That's funny because anyone that knows you knows you're just an ice queen. That's just. I oh, am yeah, an ice queen. Deadpan, no emotions. Burn. Or freeze, whatever. Um. Yeah, like the dog. 
Rest in peace, Laker. Yeah. But then, then the Americans were the first in 1959 to successfully get animals back from space. Yeah, America. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I think I had a few false starts before then. But yeah, they didn't die on this occasion. So these were, were two monkeys. So who cares if they die? Fuck monkeys. Uh, Jeez, oh, you burn bridges quick, eh? Carry I on. Just don't Carry on. Like, I'm just going to put some context to that. I'm terrified. No, no, we know you hate animals. That's how we now judge I love you. all animals Except apart from monkey. monkeys or anything in the ape family. Apart. Just stop. Stop. People are unsubscribing like crazy. We Carry have on with your story. Nine and have those with my mum. <laughs> I like orangutans because Terry Pratchett likes orangutans. Um, Abel and Miss Baker, the monkeys. Mm-hmm. So they, they got out into orbit and they came back. But then, that was the US that sent them out. Then the, the USSR had another win when they sent the first human into space, Yuri Gagarin. The USSR did first human? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's quite an achievement on its own compared oh, to just the moon. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't know that. But you probably should have, but this is why we call you Patrick. Like, literally. You're just, you're just waiting for p- chances to pr- pounce on me with that kind of stuff, aren't you? It, I don't need to wait for long. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you in the bedroom. Fuck off. Is that a bit on me, actually? I Sorry. I think it's a bit on you. Yeah, jump on a chance to flip oh, it. So carry on with the story, um, man. You're derailing this. You are. So Yuri Gagarin, who made, uh, he made an orbit around the Earth in 1961. But this was followed very closely by NASA in, like, three weeks later. Okay. They sent the first, so the first man that, because obviously women weren't allowed to go to space, the, the first man that went into space sent by the US. Sorry, hold on a sec. One weren't allowed to go to? No, that was just a bitchy comment. No fact behind that. No fact behind that, apart from the fact that it didn't. But anyway. Yeah, okay, but so if we're not going to carry on point, this path. Carry no, on. Yeah, no. Yeah. So NASA sent Alan Shepard into space. And a month after that, President John F. Kennedy issued a goal to land a man on the moon and bring him safely home before the decade was out. Okay, so did he start the space race? Was that was that like the yeah he the challenge? He yeah. totally started. Yeah. Then he died, but he t- he totally started. Yeah. So the, the space race. Oh, is Kennedy a, a conspiracy? I can't tell you that because you get pissed off at me when I give you hints about. I enjoy what's being happening. a Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. So the space race is on. Mm-hmm. The USSR has uh, has other victories after this point. They were the first to get an object to the moon. So they they landed an unmanned spacecraft to the moon, like a landing lunar landing type landed thing. or just fired it out no, and no, burnt they, up and some of it hit the ground or landed no, no, they, they crash landed uh, to some kind of landing crash landed yeah they like got so some of it survived orbit yeah or did they land it landed it well it's two different they things just, they just wanted they wanted to get an object to the moon they did okay okay moving on they were the first to complete a spacewalk which just basically means that they're first to have like someone outside of the spacecraft Quoted that earlier. Yep. And yes, apparently I ruined something. Oh, just later on, it's fine. And they were, because apparently the Russian, well, the Soviets were less sexist. They were the first to send a woman to space. Can They were the first to send a woman to space. Mm. Can I make a prediction for conspiracies, or do I need to save this for conspiracies later on? You can make a prediction. I'm going to say do one I, word. What, do I have to like tell you if you're right or wrong, or do, what do I, what, what's my reaction to this? No, we'll save, we'll save it for when we get to the conspiracy section. Okay. Or do you want to cover your ears? I'll say it. And so, so just the listeners know. To hate you, like, signals we're not allowed to listen to. Yeah, I'll just give you a thumbs up. It's literally just one word. Or two words. Ready? You can't hear me? Nazi zombies. We've heard it here. Yeah, we're good. Carry on. Cool. 
What was I? Moon space. Um, then NASA took a manned craft around the moon and back. They didn't land on the moon, but they went around the moon and back. NASA. Yeah. NASA yeah. does. Yeah. So this is, this is just like to show that they're, they're yeah, very neck ground. Yeah. yeah, they're very mm-hmm. neck and neck. Like NASA has a victory, then, then the USSR has a victory, and it's super, super close. This is the space race. Yeah. It is a space race. Yeah. It's a race. A disaster strikes. Oh, okay. Oh, so dramatic. Oh, man, I'm ready for this. We're not even in the conspiracies yet. No, but still, I love space stuff. Yeah. January 27th, 1957. Mm. Apollo 1 was running a test launch, but a fire. Oh, no, you've already mentioned Apollo 1. I think I mentioned Apollo 11. Oh, no, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before. I did. You're right. A launch um, that was not a launch, it was a practice launch. Fire in the cabin killed the three crew members on board Virgil Grissom, or Gus Grissom, Ed White, and Roger Chaffee. I'm going to take a sip to their memory. Thank you. I appreciate the space travel. Yeah, let's take a sip to their memory. For their ancestors. Although, I think, like, they deserve less of a sip than Laker because she didn't know what she was getting into. Why, why write them down? They're dead. Just, because just she was sip. innocent. It's a smaller sip. Oh, the dog. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, oh, no, Laker okay. didn't know what she was getting into, so she was very innocent, whereas they knew the risks. So, although it's sad that they died, very sad, I'm just saying she was an innocent animal. Okay. I'm sipping to both. Yeah, I sipped to both. I just did. I'm just saying, if Laker's listening, I took a bigger sip for Laker. All right? Okay. Okay. But yes, thank you. Thank you for your service. Um, on the Russian side, the, the single crew mission in 1967 called Soyuz 1. Let me stop you quickly. Does every single conspiracy we have coming forward involve death? Most likely. How can it be a conspiracy without some amount of death? I don't know. I don't know anything about conspiracies. You're right. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head that don't have any death to them. Oh, I can think of one. Oh, okay. There's no any death to cool, it. Cool, 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 cool. Is that the enough. final? No, it's enough. And it's about enough for about 10 minutes worth of conspiracy chat. So <laughs> I need to find something else to so go with. So not an episode? Not an episode. Are we going to do like a little um, compilation conspiracy episode? Yeah, it's maybe just, just like a, an episode of just light conspiracy. Is that in season one, one or are we saving that for season two? I've got it on the list of season one. Oh, okay. Hmm. A compilation episode. Of just little micro conspiracies. Um, well, this one I already we knew. We do shots. Ooh, good idea. <laughs> I knew that this one wouldn't be enough for an episode, so I thought I'd counter it with something else that's also quite low level. Just okay. light. Okay. No deaths. Yeah. Um, where was I? So, on yeah, just, they had the, the, the loss of those three astronauts. And on the Russian side, the a single crew mission in 1967 called Soyuz 1 suffered a series of malfunctions. And during uh, emergency reentry, the parachutes failed to deploy correctly, and the pilot was killed in impact. Oh, man, that's grim stuff. Both programs concentrate on finding and fixing faults over the next couple of years, and this culminates in the moon landing. Yeah, for anyone, I guess, that's currently watching, say, SpaceX stuff, Elon Musk failed a lot. Mm. Like, he like he just had ship blow up after ship. Kind of, well, sorry, I think it was like three or something, but it's like each one I know cost him a lot. Well, there's only, I guess there's only so much testing you can do because after that you're testing in an unknown atmosphere. Yeah, but I mean, I know just getting off the ground and getting back into orbit is, is heavy stuff to do. So Yeah, yeah. it's difficult. They yeah. have to use a lot, of, a lot of fuel. Way more than a... Way more than a what? The, the 20 litres used to kill James Adnanson <laughs> in the Princess Die conspiracy. Oh, right. Last week's episode. Good work. Nice Last week's episode. Nice topic. The start of the conspiracy. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. Already. 
Yeah, I know. It's probably not going to be as long as last week's. Or it might be. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Oh, so there's a lot of conspiracy behind this? There are a few conspiracies. Oh, nice. So for like all those listeners that we've given grief to that skipped to the end of last week's episode. Motherfuckers. (laughs) If you skip to the end of this one, you're already halfway through. But also, I can't actually promise it's not going to be as long as last week. I'm just assuming that it's not going to be. Who did you promise that to? Well, not, I'm just saying I can't promise it right at this moment in time. I can't promise that. Oh, no, the conspiracies that. are starting a lot earlier. Yeah. yeah, okay. They are, they are. Right, so how are we doing this? We're, we're, well, I'm going to tell you about how the conspiracy started, because it all starts with one man. The conspiracy. They all feel back to one man. Most of them. Okay. Most of them do. Okay. Um, so the, the very start of this, like the earliest one, because, uh, I mean, I say that, but a lot of people before then said, I can't see how we could have done this. It a seems. lot of people before the landing? But uh, before the cons- the first like official conspiracy started, okay. they're like, "How did we go?" Because when was actual the first actual just airplane flight by the Wright brothers and the <laughs> the moon landing? No, 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 it's right? not. It's okay. not. It's just a lot of people saying, "How could we go from s- normal airplane flight to right. space flight within?" I think it was like within like forty or fifty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've heard. I yeah. can't remember this like the state I heard, but like the technology, like I think. Don't quote no, me on this, but it's something like the technology in a Christmas card that you open up and plays music mm-hmm. has more technology in it than that was used to travel to the moon when they land on the moon. It's something really? like that. That's no, 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 don't quote me on that. Like oh, I'll quote you. But there is, there is a quote, something along that lines, well, there's a, there's that shows a... how rough things were for them to land on the moon. Like, well, it's there's kind a of few like... like that, like your smartphone. It's supposed to be like 100,000 oh, times more powerful. Yeah, 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 but the smartphone is nothing compared to a Christmas card. Yeah. Yeah. The Christmas card is, I haven't heard that one. That's nuts. But like 100,000 times. That might have been something to do with first flight. Or, oh, no, no, it wasn't first flight. It's something to do with space travel. But it's, yeah, there's, I know how they landed on the moon with the technology they have is like freaking impressive. Like they're just a, like they were throwing rocks and hoping to hit it kind of luck. It, it genuinely was a miracle, not in a God way, but it was amazing that they actually managed to achieve it. It was incredible. And, a huge risk and they all took their own lives into their own hands because they believed in it or at least they just wanted to be part of it. It's inc- it amazing that they did it. So when it comes to space race-ness, mm-hmm. what, 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 why was there a space race? Just purely for pride or was there financial or political? Or I know you hate it when I say this, but it's all right if we get into that in a little bit. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Because we, we do yeah. go through that because it is part of the why would they want to fake the landings so it's a big part of it okay cool cool yeah. so this uh, we we get to it quite soon cool let's go so the start of the conspiracy is is traced back to a one william bill casing he built uh, as in his name was william but you know the shortened version of william is oh bill. so his name wasn't bill bill casey <laughs> no no not william bill casing it was william in brackets bill case, casing right. Casing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he was he was in the navy in the navy during World War Two. The navy. Yeah. The navy. The navy during World War Two, <laughs> and he he later went on to to college after that, where he got a bachelor's in English, mm-hmm. and in 1956 he joined Rocketdyne's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. So they. They're an independent company who helped design some of the the rockets that that got them to space. For which country? NASA, sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. so he's yeah. he's an all American reject. Mm-hmm. Um he walked in a few he worked, sorry, in a few different roles and he, he moved his way up from he started as a technical writer and he finished as the head of technical publications. So in, in nineteen sixty three he resigned for personal reasons. 
uh, over the next that's few that's not a conspiracy that's fine no that's just, not a conspiracy yet. okay just sorry yeah. Cool. Yeah. this is just this is just old Bill at the moment mm-hmm. over the next few years he became a bit of a nomad and uh, that pretty much led to the breakdown of his marriage okay. so he had he had a wife and uh, I think two daughters uh, but that sort of he was just like traveling around and taking odd jobs and stuff so they, they ended up breaking up around space just the US no, just the continental yeah. US he took on odd jobs and eventually started writing for Straight Arrow Press uh, you might know them from I, the, I think they used to own Rolling Stones Straight what? Press? Straight Arrow is in the Rolling Stones magazine not the not the band okay yeah. okay so he started writing for them just like little self-help guides on anything from farming to motorcycles to travel. Now, in, in 1976, he released a book called We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion swindle. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, And this, and he said, sorry, this guy is the fuel behind yeah, he was the most first, conspiracies. Yeah, he was yeah. the first the original. And the I think a lot of people take what he says as not gospel but take a lot of stock in what he says because he did used to work for Rocketdyne but remember it was not in a he was a good technical writer but that do you know what a technical writer does sorry quickly why have you mentioned like say his divorce and his life falling apart and stuff like, I was just giving you a brief background on him as a person but is that to also undermine his credibility no people can get divorced and it doesn't undermine no, the credibility. No, but he could also That's the drive thing Fed, or he could also enjoy steak for dinner. Like, why mention that factor as well? I just Cause, cause the re- Sorry, the reason I bring it up is it sounds like it's a, a fact developed by the media to give discredit to his credibility. Oh, no, it was just a, a brief background of, of Bill, where he was at at the time when he was, he was you know, left Rocketdyne, started travelling, released these self-help manuals on how to farm, and then he started to, to release this other stuff um, and he was just like living as a, as a nomad and things mm. at this time. Was that time. my own scepticism? Scepticism? Going behind uh, Possibly. The, possibly. Like, like he's some negative stuff about him to, get, I, to just see, credit any I facts he has said. I don't actually view it as negative, right? He had a divorce because him and his wife went in different directions. I don't actually don't see it as, didn't, didn't see it as negative until you mentioned that. Well, I, uh, I viewed it as the only reason like that's a mentionable fact is so, so th- for those that haven't listened to the podcast before because this is episode number two um i'm a skeptic i don't follow podcasts uh podcasts fuck me you i don't follow can... conspiracies what's the other half of the show because i drink <laughs> yeah i don't follow conspiracies um and it sounds like just to fuel the conspiracy i guess that the media mention and bring up and the reason you mention and bring up his divorce is to show that he has been through some stress and is maybe experiencing or have a bit of fuel for some attention. I mean, that wasn't my intention, but I mean, possibly. But you could have just fallen into. I'm, I'm really sidetracking conspiracies you, or conspiracies. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, you're allowed yeah. to be skeptical and you're allowed to ask questions. Oh, obviously. Am I? But is what I'm doing fueling conspiracies? Um, no, I just, I just think we're on a slightly different page. I was just giving you a background of of Bill and where he was at at that yeah, point. Is you've clearly just fallen as part of the media machine. I, I am a sheeple. It's true. <laughs> that's a nice change from last week. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Bill released this this little booklet, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've sort of downloaded it, and I, I did speed through it, so I didn't give it a lot of attention. No. Um, but his his main claims as why we didn't land on the moon is that a NASA 
lacked the technology. B, the photos prove it was a hoax. C, absence of blast craters, which I suppose could be a subheading of B actually. Um, and then we've got a mysterious death, one. And Whoa, mysterious deaths, two. Oh man, you're crossing off a lot of stuff here when I ask questions about. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm going to go so, okay, one so by keep, one. Keep, keep going. I'm okay. just saying these yeah. are the basis we'll go, of his and claims. We'll go back over and these and are just his claims, so. Far out, okay. Yeah. Yeah, keep going. So, A, NASA lacked the technology. Bill claims that during his time at Rocketdyne, he viewed reports, uh, because, sorry, I did ask you before, but you got sidetracked by the whole, ooh, you pick your fingers, he was a divorcee. Um, a technical writer. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? I do not know what a technical so, writer is. He was, if you if you recall, he studied English at university. So I ten- do not recall that, but okay. I said it like a page ago. Mm, yeah, I wasn't really listening. What? I can imagine that's mm. accurate. So a technical writer is uh, is actually someone who takes like really complicated shit, like the IKEA instructions, and rewrites them into something that's understandable to Translates someone. Translates for humans from like, a technical perspective. Yeah, understa- right. okay, cool. Understandable like I someone. I appreciate those people. I love those the people. The world appreciates those people. I mean, yeah. they could be better at it because oftentimes I still don't understand these things, but you do, you're doing the Lord's work. So. It's like the, the Lord's work. The Lord's work. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> this is the actual, like, the new age religion, understanding fucking legal bullshit to... Uh, oh, it's not even legal bullshit, it's just like... Technical bullshit. Do you want all technical and legal agreements to be limited to 10 bullet points? That'd be nice. That would be fucking great. I'm pretty sure most of our listeners go, shit, that'd be convenient. It would be convenient. And see references. And then you can go into detail if you want. But here in New Zealand, there might be a law change that's underway, actually. Really? I think so. Don't worry. Anyway, carry on. I don't... Where was I? Oh, yeah, so so NASA lacked the technology. So... We're allowed to talk about this? Like, yeah. Yeah, that was one. So that was the first bullet point, eh? That let NASA Yeah, then, the then I, I listed all the bullet points, then I went back to this to expand on that. <clears throat> right, 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 cool. So, I like, and then we were kind of talking about this before, where, like, I've heard a lot of that, that, that it was, like, an absolute miracle. Well, it was incredibly like impressive, sorry, that we managed to land on the moon it with was. the technology that was available at the time. Yeah. And it was... Okay, so I'll give some credit to that. I'm, I'm happy to accept that. Yeah, or it was unbelievable. At the moment, I'm more inclined to believe that just like, man, they were... And that's what I was asking before also about why there was a space race. Like, why? Mm. what's the fuel behind doing something so risky and so dangerous? The space fuel. The rocket fuel. Sorry, Carl. Is that... Sorry. Is the rocket fuel related to the space race? Like, why have you just said that? rockets use rocket fuel. That's all. Oh, what's the fuel behind the space race? Like yeah. Okay, sorry. Lame. You completely sidetracked I'm my... sorry, I'm just making a real lame pun. I'll just screw it. <sighs> Carry on. Yeah, you're not allowed to drink. Put your glass down. So, Bill claims that during his time at Rocketdyne, he... Bill, be... also known as William, for those that don't understand that reference. Yeah, exactly. We go way back, so I'm going to call him Bill. Yeah. He viewed, apparently, he viewed reports that stated the chance of success of... Not landing someone on the moon, because that seems relatively easy. Getting them back to Earth safely was less than 1%. Whoa, really? Oh, oh no, this is, this is okay. his claim. This is his claim. This is not a real thing. Yeah, okay. It could be a real thing. I don't know if it's a real thing. This is his claim. Yeah, okay. So this, this, yeah, like I said, this is based on safely returning a crew to Earth, like, still alive. They'd, they'd already put people into orbit at that point. So putting people into orbit So they put people into orbit and landed them. 
but getting off the moon is that the tr- the, the well the, getting past the, the Van Allen belts is tricky we'll getting get past the what the Van Allen belts I'll explain on that in a second okay and then getting them back because I don't want to say it's it's not easy to get people off the earth and into the moon but it's relatively simple by comparison so basically all you need to do to get people is you need to get them out of earth's orbit which mm. just means that you need a lot of propulsion to get them out of Earth's orbit. And then at some point... Previously, thank you, Elon Musk. Carry yeah, on. Yeah. You aim them in the right direction, and then they get sucked up by the moon's orbit. Oh! <laughs> you leave our orbit long before you get them to moon's orbit, but... Yeah, yeah you yeah, just like yeah. aim them in the right direction, so there's like a bit of guesswork taken out because the whole... No, there's the orbit, so like... Is there any guesswork with getting them into space? I think all the mathematicians behind that just went, for fuck's sake, it took me six years to work out the maths on that, and you even said guesswork. I'm, I'm a space okay. fan. I'm a space fan. Why? Okay, if you're a space fan, then yeah. you'll agree that that's correct in what Neil said when he was trying to land the rover onto the moon. You know, the he rover? Had, yeah, the other oh, sorry, the lunar module. The eagle. eagle. He, yeah. had to, he had to like take that over manually because everything was incorrect. So he had to take that over manually and... Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. ...steer it... Into a into a better location. And did Neil do that? Did he, he did, and Got he was because no conspiracy, just no conspiracy. He's just a G. He's like amazing, but the thing is, the orbit side of things, some of it, they take you into orbit and they use that to their advantage. So there is a bit of guesswork taken out of it at that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying they didn't do something amazing. I like I couldn't do it because there was a lack of knowledge. Uh, AI of some sort didn't exist yeah. yet to just automatically just, do it. So yep. it's all relying on human instinct, which what? makes the achievement even more impressive it's if it's real. But yeah, putting someone to orbit mm. was less obviously less impressive than getting them out of Earth's orbit into, into an a, unknown orbit and, and then, then back out of that again. same orbit yeah. and into our orbit. Yeah, that's like yes. more than quadruple the difficulty. I'm not, cool. I'm not saying getting someone to orbit is not impressive because obviously it is. Yeah, but at, at, at this time, has been done before. Mm. And relatively easy. Yeah, but getting to an unknown orbit, well, sorry, affected, but not like experienced orbit, and then out of that, and then back into ours again. Okay, I can understand yeah. some difficulty. Tricky. Yeah. So people people were very like, how did we manage to do this? Yeah. So, Which is either a conspiracy or fucking well done. Like, that's impressive stuff. Yeah, either or. Like, yeah. I'm not a conspiracyist mm, in this that, sense. Yeah. Well, in this particular case. Yeah. But it's still fucking amazing that they did it, how they did it, and no no on one a Christmas died. Card, pretty much, yeah. It's incredible. It is actually incredible. Yeah. Like there was, I'd say that there was a lot of luck involved as well. Yeah. Or skill. But no, skill goes without saying. Yeah, goes I know. But you saying. say skill. Uh, luck I said there was also a lot of yeah. luck involved. There was no. There was a lot of luck involved. That's okay. ridiculous to say. Okay. They they were obviously very skilled, very intelligent, and mm. a lot of planning went into this. Like many years of planning, okay, they were lucky also. Okay. okay. So, old Bill, old Mayor Bill, he says that there was no safe way for the astronauts to get through the Van Allen belts, which I mentioned before. And I which said I was are? Gonna, I said I was going to expand on it. So these are zones of of charged particles. Basically, it's, it's not like a it's not like a belt of like it's not like an asteroid belt where it's mm-hmm. like physical rocks and stuff. Well, it's not Saturn. Yeah. No, it's like it's it's zones of charged particles that emit a lot of radiation. Okay. So, because scientists would never like and really encounter them before, apart from test 
apart from test ones, which not manned, they didn't know what the effect would be on a, on a human. Right. So yeah, yeah. they Bill says that there's no. But they know what it's like on a monkey. Yeah, the, the monkeys are all right. Okay. Okay. And apparently they felt fine about sending them through because they're only going to be going through the Van Allen belts. Like for they'd be passing through them for a couple of hours. Um, but Bill says that there was no safe way to to get through the Van Allen belts. So these these radiation particles. Bill says that they should have been so bad that the astronauts would have either died immediately or had such intense radiation sickness that would render them basically unable to do anything. But to argue his point, we've tested monkeys in those environments. Did the monkeys go that far? And Uh, the monkeys were fine. I can't remember. I thought I I think the monkeys just went might have went into orbit. So they didn't go through the belt. No, I don't think they did. But we have sent craft through the belt into the moon and back that measured radiation yeah but um, you know, oh no and that's also the the Apollo was it Apollo 8 that actually went around the moon and back that was manned so they went through the Van Allen belts okay so I'm discrediting what he's saying quite quickly I mean so, so am I but I hadn't reached yeah. my sentence yet mm-hmm. so the the official NASA line which I agree with and apparently so do you mm-hmm. is that they travel through the belts um, very quickly and that combined that combined with the protection of the the ship meant that they got a dose of radiation about equivalent to that of a CT scan, or I think, I think it was like twenty or thirty chest X rays. Okay, so, so I don't know. Like you lose a year of your life, but you still live to a ripe old age, and you're a space hero. Cool. Carry on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He he also Bill this is, he also argues that while getting to the moon is objectively doable. It involves getting enough thrust to get high enough to be sucked into the moon's orbit. So that that bit was already discussed. is It's relatively, well, I say relatively, easy-ish. Yeah, well, we've already... Yeah. So has the USSR been around the moon and stuff? Like, like they've landed they, stuff. Yeah, they like landed stuff on the moon. Yeah, well, we can get there. Like is okay. it, this is just like the man stuff. I'm not, I'm not liking Bill so far. Carry on. Yeah. yeah. So he's saying that getting the craft from the moon's orbit to the moon would have been way too tricky and then getting the craft from the moon back to the the orbiting module would have been too tricky and then getting that back through entry safely would have been way too tricky so he's saying that all those things mean like the chances of success were very low bill's gonna have to bust out a big gun here for me to start giving him some credit okay Hmm. yeah i mean i'm coming into this with the probably the wrong neutral mindset though because carry on carry on I mean, I th- I kind of think he's right in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, as we discussed, that is uh, really really unlikely that they managed to do all of that safely. No one died. No one was maimed. They managed to do it. They they successfully did this, and it was incredible. I guess my argument to that is for it to be a conspiracy. USSR and America would have to be on the same conspiracy. And they don't seem like best buds. They they don't. I wasn't alive at the time. I'm trusting media communications to me, but once again, more fuel to the space race. I'm feeling like a if we had to measure this out of ten, I'm giving it a two so far. I'm well, a gentle idol. Yeah, and I I am in agreement. I think we did land the moon, but I also think that. It was very risky. But but you've got a quality conspiracy com- oh, coming up at the end, like, like last week's episode. And I'm like, oh man, I'm a convert. Yeah. 
Oh, cool, cool, cool. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. The um, in 2019, the the NASA engineer Kelly Smith, mm-hmm. he gave an interview about a new spacecraft called Orion. This is just this is going back to the Van Allen belts. Sorry, um, and how improbable they are to to get through. So this is from the point of view of the conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. So he gave this this interview about a new spacecraft they're working on currently called Orion, and. Some of his phrasing, so it's a long, long interview, but some of his phrasing was, was pounced on as proof that we were never able to get past the Van Allen belts. So a small quote from the entire interview, which was probably about an hour or so long. So what's this gentleman's name again? Kelly Smith. Kelly Smith. And who is he? He's he's a, a NASA engineer that's working on the Orion spacecraft program. At the time or? No, this is this is very recently. This is in 2019. Oh, okay. So but he no longer works for NASA. No, he does. He still works for NASA and he gave this interview. Oh, yeah, but I haven't said what he said in the interview No, yet. no, 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 I'm just setting the groundwork. Yep. Yeah, I'm just yep. saying, like, people, conspiracy theorists pounced on his phrasing. Mm-hmm. So this is just a small quote from the entire interview. Mm-hmm. Where, um, he's specifically talking about getting through the belts at this point in time. So start quote. We must solve these challenges before sending people through this region of space. End quote. He recently said this. Yeah, 2019. So I assume he's talking about something to do with getting to Mars, because that's kind of the new space race? Um, well, he's actually just talking about getting past the Van Allen belts. So the, the Van Allen belts surround Earth. Mm-hmm. So getting to the moon, Mars, whatever. But, you so have to get they past do, surround, do they surround Earth, or are they everywhere in space? They surround... Well, no one knows the answer to the second question, but they surround Earth for sure. Okay. but oh, So the reason I mentioned Mars and that... Is he bringing it up because I know, I know quite a lot of people. Well, uh, I know why he brought it up. I'm just saying why conspiracy theorists pounce on this wording. Yeah, okay. And I'm I'm, I'm being too much of a sceptic here to... Okay, carry on. No, see, okay. I'm, I'm on this dude's side at this point. Because uh, con- contextually, Kelly is talking about the fact that Orion itself, this new spacecraft, needs to be tested very rigorously before risking lives um, going through these belts when they hadn't actually done this with this spacecraft before right because the moon landing was as lucky as throwing a rock at a something far away oh it was in 1969 yeah the 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 but it was lucky that's what we're saying at the moment it's incredibly impressive and lucky they the technology that they had was actually so different to the the technology we've got now yeah it's it's incredibly different oh I suppose given some credit we could also just say that health and safety standards now wouldn't allow a man to go through that what well, they went through and, you, and which has also explained why we haven't done much space stuff through that belt i'm assuming for a long time i don't think the belt is as much of a issue as conspiracists think he's just he's talking about the belt because they haven't th- flown this particular craft through the belt and they were specifically worried about the the effect it would have on navigation systems because the computer chips that we use now are like much smaller and much more delicate much more powerful than they were back then Mm -hmm. so like a small thing going wrong with these could be catastrophic so they have to test it unmanned before being like yeah your totes are right i mean okay okay look at a car they they get a new mod you know ford invents a new model they have to test it rigorously before selling it. Just because they've done like many models before doesn't mean they're not going to like test all the new model cars. Yeah, and like in general life, if you don't know the question to ask, you can't ask the question. Yeah. Okay. okay. So he's he's basically saying we need to test this craft unmanned before we send it up 
with peoples in it. Yeah. And I, I think that's I fine. That. Yeah. Yeah. So the um the Van Allen belts, are you convinced that it's a massive detriment? Like oh, sorry, can we what? can we get past the Van Allen belts, do you reckon? I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm not asking if you think physically we can get. I think. I think. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you meant just you and me. Can no, we? no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sure. I'm happy that we can get past them. You yeah. happy with them? Yeah. Okay. So I think this next little chapter you're going to be quite interested in. Okay. Okay. Photos and video. Uh, yep. No. Carry on. Okay. So, so I guess when it comes to moon landing conspiracy, all I vaguely know in a conspiracy sense is. Um, as a, as a photographer for a day job and a videographer for day job can be answered by editing for and against. So I'm sure that's where a lot of this fuel is about to come from. Yep. I mean, I'm going to ask you... Hit some... me with it. Look, I yeah. mean, for those that aren't in the industry, let, let's let's smash out those facts anyway. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Although, perhaps I should have shown you some photos before, but you don't actually... No, I've seen some of the photos, though, and, like, talking about little crosshairs and frame markers and stuff that okay, cool. so you're overlapping sort of... and things like that. Yeah. Okay, so the first question is, mm. why are there no stars in terms of the pictures that were taken on the moon? For anyone that wants an answer to that, walk outside with your cell phone and try and take a photo of the stars. They didn't have cell phones? No, they had shitty cameras. Same answer. It's It can be done if you really know how to do it, mm-hmm. but stars... Um, to a camera's perspective, admit a very small amount of light and are very hard to capture. Granted, there's a very lack of atmosphere up there, and I don't know the maths to answer that exactly, but I feel, I very much feel that a very limited camera would explain why there are no stars. You've been fucking studying, haven't you? No, I know photography. Okay, I suppose it's accurate. Yeah, that's why you're asking me. Yeah, no, I just thought you'd enjoy it. No, I do enjoy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean... A little bit of a flex there from me. It was a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, just... Just flopping a big old dong out onto the table. <laughs> if you Google how to do astrophotography with Fujifilm, guess who's number one? I'm pointing a finger at myself. Yeah. Who who is it? I pointed a finger at myself. I just said that. Okay. Me number one. YouTube. Go. Uh, are you sure it's not a uh, mod? No, no. Don't plug anyone else. <laughs> I think it's Leith Robertson. <laughs> um. So. Minus one subscribers. So carry on. I was relying on you to answer that question from a technical basis. From did a, I? You did. Yeah. yeah I actually don't yeah. know if you did, but you answered it in a way that makes sense. To I answered me. it from a camera's perspective. So I'm not yeah. going to fact check it. Yeah. Um, the stuff that I, because there's a lot of technical stuff in this section, like mm-hmm. that I didn't understand. I haven't shot astrophotography from the moon before, so I'm lacking some knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you are. Yeah. But the stuff that I understood, so therefore other people that don't have a background in photography, mm-hmm. um, like I understood a bit where they explained that the landing was, it was actually in daylight. So we see this photos and we see the black background that is actually in daylight. Um, but because the atmosphere is so different, the way that the light scatters is not the same. So the, the way that we oh, see... Oh man, I didn't even consider that. I just consumed, like, that. that's even more fuel, like... Fantastic answer. Sorry, I've interrupted you. Carry on. Yeah. No, no, no. I appreciate the interruption. Mm. Um, but we, because of the atmosphere on Earth, that's why we see the Earth is blue because of the way the light scatters through our atmosphere. Moon doesn't have this atmosphere. So although the light, the sunlight, sorry, is like hitting it straight on, so it'd be but quite there is light. Still a atmosphere on the moon. There is some atmosphere. Enough to diffuse starlight. I don't know about that. Enough okay. to diffuse starlight. I just I, I read that. 
the light pollution because it was actually daylight on the moon, which is where mm. I was going with that. It was actually daylight despite the fact that the sky looked black. There would be too much, or what we'd know is light pollution. Okay. Like, to see the stars. And even just to contrast, like if it's a dim yeah. light when your eyes adjust to, like if you picture yourself sleeping in bed at night and eventually you can notice a lot bit of shine or maybe like a little bit of a light off in a distance out a window or something glowing in your room. You can, your eyes adjust to that when it's dark enough. Your eyes take a while to adjust. And cameras work in a similar way. And if it's very bright, you don't notice those things because your eyes don't adjust. They have they are sitting at an adjustment to the brightness. And so if you're on the daylight side of the moon, that could be also why the eye slash the camera have not adjusted to the dim light of stars because they have adjusted to the bright light of the sun. I'll take your word on that. I'm speculating. Yeah. And also, apparently, they weren't. They were taking these photos with a, a short exposure, whereas the, if they had it on well, the daylight, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, daylight. No, but not, they could not, be closer to the sun than us. They literally could be brighter, and there's less atmosphere. Not as we know it, though. So the sky would still appear dark, despite the fact that the moon, the, the, the there's sun, no atmosphere, sorry. but yeah. we are closer to the sun, so less diffusion, so there but is, more dr- closer to yeah. the distance. So. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Which also explained freezing motion for those understand shutter speed. Carry on. Well, I, I did read, that I'm not sure how true it is, but apparently if they had done a long exposure, then we could have seen stars in the photos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I d- mm, yeah, but the moon would have just been a white overexposed blob. Because it is very reflective. And we're photographing the people on the moon, not the stars. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Who took the photos? Um, Buzz. They, 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 they did. They all had. Oh, between them, yeah. They all had cameras attached to their spacesuits. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a Hasselblad camera. Yeah. Have you heard of now that? Now owned by DJI. Yes, I'm I well aware of that. didn't know that one, but yeah, yeah. a Hasselblad camera. Yeah. So the, the next like photo slash film question, mm-hmm. as you already touched on before, mm-hmm. why is a flag waving? Yeah, so... Don't know. Like that's that's fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, from a skeptic's point of view, that could be an easy thing to animate. And you could release footage of the flag moving like like wind to speculate a conspiracy or uh, sorry the only that when it comes to conspiracies of this it was filmed in a studio there's not a lot of wind in a studio either like it's quite still and what like you don't have well, fans going filmed it on the desert oh I, I the speculation i'd heard the conspiracy i'd heard was studio yeah um but okay desert desert could do it as well. Or, or yeah. We'll get into the possible howls in a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the the official line is that the moon. Well, obviously the the moon is airless, so there should be no wind with which to make the flag flutter, which yeah. is where the conspiracy comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the official line, as in from NASA, they say that the flag is is made out of normal material, which mm-hmm. it is. Um, and obviously the the flag itself, they they knew there was nowhere on the moon. So they, it's not just a flag. They knew that there was what? no air on the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they sent it up with like it was like a upside down L shaped. So they've got like a, a cross beam and the flag sort of. Oh, draped to from hold that. it out so to it doesn't just yeah. hang in whatever position yeah, they stick look, the spike in that. Yeah, that would look lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they already knew the moon was going to be Alice. So they they put yeah. they very and if you can you can actually see in the photos this little rod running through the top of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the. The flag itself was folded up into a tiny, tight little space and tied to the, the leg of the moon, the moon lander, mm-hmm. and they unwrapped it and it was wrinkly 
so they, they erected it. <laughs> and <laughs> just slut. <laughs> Thank you for everyone that appreciates sluts and subscribes to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and the, the wrinkles increases in the material makes it look like it's in motion even though it's still and you can actually see this in in multiple photographs taken of the flag like it's got a ripple to it yeah it's got a ripple did they but do the, video yeah they've got video right. and there are there are move there are videos of it moving mm. when they're trying to stick it in get it into the into the actual ground. work itself yeah, the, yeah the ground um and then it's sort of like it maintains moving for a little while which scientists say who are a lot more clever than i am because i am a dumb bitch they say that because of the, i am pretty and i've got nice tits so maybe dad listens i don't maybe. think he does i don't think he does um that because... i'm far more respectful of you than you are of you okay well, jonathan far <laughs> pretty low <laughs> <laughs> but apparently because of the low air resistance the ripples do stay for a little while like Go through the flag, but they they're also a lot further than the human eyes used to see. Like, oh, I think just with the, the the less air pressure means that the the ripples are slower, but last a bit longer. Okay, are and they the, can... like on a flag? Are they type to bounce back? Like you know, have ripples get to the edge of a lake and can, or edge of a puddle kind of thing, and can come back into the middle. Like, Do, does it work like that? On a no, flag? it's not, not sure. so much ripples like that. It's more like a you're ner- a dumb bitch, but you're actually incredibly smart, which is why I'm asking you. It, it's yeah. more like inertia from the movement. So from them holding the pole yeah. causes those ripples and yeah. those vibrations take a lot longer to reduce in the pole, which exactly. causes them to reduce a lot longer in the flag. Okay. Correct. Okay. So that is apparently why the flag does that. And there was a, another small video of the flag wafting again uh, at a later point when they're not actually handling the flag, but apparently... They had handled the flag? No, the, no, the, no? the line is at this point they're about to... Um, get back onto the lander so they had to do some air venting and a gust of air from the lander made it ripple a bit okay hard to say we need to start working on good cop bad cop for the conspiracies where i'm anti and you're for because at the moment it feels like we're just both anti that would involve you doing research no no i can just be a skeptic and but you are a skeptic when it comes to moon landing i guess i didn't need to okay because so far so far evidence has been photo video related it has so yeah. far okay so far and we're still continuing with the photo okay video okay. Yeah. photos right now and this is something that you should be able to answer mm-hmm. hopefully i'm ready so we're talking about the shadows and photos mm-hmm. so it's noted by the conspiracy aristicists that objects in shadows are still visible and it is proof of studio lighting so no why not so I, I'm not saying I disagree with you I'm just saying right. I've got my answer here yeah, yeah why not so like for the same reason you can see detail in any shadow currently it depends on the quality of the camera at the time and how much um, dynamic range it can handle but also at the same time there could be far more light diffusion in on the moon maybe they're also wearing a lot of white the ground <laughs> It's black and white, so everything looks either white or black, so that doesn't help for those that aren't familiar with dynamic range. You're just going to keep doing that bottle up close to the microphone while I'm talking? I don't think you would have heard that. <laughs> it's, it's a quality camera. Hasselblad have made quality cameras. They it's are, also in 1969. 
doesn't matter. They're I mean, I imagine they're quality. But... Um, and it depends on... So I guess at, at the moment, dynamic range is mostly measured from one, uh, 0 to 14 and negative 14. I don't know what this word means. Dynamic range or the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> dynamic range. Dynamic range. So that, that's what I'm kind of getting to. So if you think about something, you understand something being brighter or darker? You've got to be close to the microphone so people can hear you answer. I'm nodding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's a measurement to it. So the brightest uh, camera can understand, we'll say, is 14. And the darkest something a camera can understand is negative 14. Um, you can go higher than that, but that's what cameras are currently used vaguely to measure this brightness to darkness. Negative 14 to positive 14. Cool. And the, the middle ground is zero. At that time, we'll say, I'm not. I'm going to take a guess. The cameras could only understand negative six to positive six. At a guess, like I, I don't I, have I, that written down. Sorry. No, I'm just taking a wild guess. I don't know the fact of that either. But Hasselblad also make made. So you actually knew Hasselblad before I mentioned them. Absolutely. Because I, 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 I never. I, I know you know cameras. Yeah. I'd never heard of this. They're 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 a brand. I'm assuming. <sighs> a phenomenal brand, known for going to space. Are they still around? They are now owned by DJI, who makes 75% of the world's drones. Or, sorry, who made. I don't know how what the percentage is like at the moment. Hang on a second. Is this a plug? <laughs> I'm not sponsored by DJI. <laughs> I just, I'm just amazed that you... Do you know who makes better cameras? Fujifilm. Oh, I am sponsored by. <laughs> Thank you, Fujifilm. <laughs> I'm just amazed that you... And this might be an insult to you. I'm just amazed yeah. that I said Hasselblad and you, ex- and you knew exactly who they were and what they're doing now. No, nah, it's camera related. I, 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 I outknowledge you. I stand above you in this area. I No, no doubt. I, no, I've no, never no. argued that. Back to my point. Sorry. Cameras have uh, a measurable dynamic range to it. At the time, I'm going to take a guess that it was, like, just for the sake of comparison, negative six to positive six. Hasselblad make great cameras. If they're going to the moon, I'm pretty sure they would have sent some great stuff. You'd assume so. You'd assume like, the best stuff. That's a massive plug. And, yeah. Like, yeah. we went to the moon with the first of the moon. Our photos were taken on the moon. And also, they probably put a, quite a bit of knowledge into the photographers the astronaut going please don't fuck up the shots we'd like some good photos with our cameras taken to moon and then also developed the people editing developing from film to print the photos can, can from I the moon pause you right there for a little second you mm. might not know this answer okay i don't want to put you off with your stride though okay. it was a very good stride okay let me finish they were probably professional developers okay how did the film how did the film get through the all the radiation Sealed container. That's what NASA says. You're a sh- you're a fucking shill, aren't you? A what? You're a shill. What's a shill? Uh, like a, like you're a. A sheeple. No, not a sheeple. Yeah. You know what the answer is, but you're throwing people off by being all like, closed container. No, no. Well, so how do you stop filmed from overexposing in daylight? I I don't know. That's you put it in a black container. Ah, oh, it's a little old. There's like it's it's filled no, like little roll that you fit in your There's pocket. There's little like little black things with a grey oh, lid. You remember the man? I'm not that much older than you, but I sound a lot older than you at the moment. Oh, I've, I've 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 studied film. Okay, but See, yes, so it wouldn't be that hard to have film. It's a bit bigger for a for a Hasselblad because I'm guessing the size of the film is quite a bit larger. Do you than own a Hasselblad? Mm, I own a drone that has a Hasselblad camera on it. Sick. Yeah, it's been to space. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you could easily like it's not big like fit in your pocket you could have something pocketable that is shield from radiation to help protect your film so that's that's not a biggie 
as far as you're concerned. I know far too much knowledge about that to give that credit. All right, all right. I'm or, just it. or, or it's a massive conspiracy. Or massive conspiracy because I haven't seen the photos and done the research myself. Sorry, I was, I was going to show you photos, but I figured that would be shite on a podcast. So I was just going to ask you <laughs> questions about the photos. Yeah, and, and I have 20 years ago watched a Fuck year old. part of a conspiracy of moon landing. Hannah just held up a sign that gave me a compliment for those that came. Because no one can see, but it was a nice <laughs> it was a nice compliment. Hit me again. I'm enjoying where this. Where was yeah. I? All right, so... Now, also, we can do a photography video podcast with your Patrick. <laughs> I would be Patrick in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're dumb as shit. I am dumb as shit. When it comes to cameras. Is this how you press go? <laughs> I can't do photos. The go button. I can't do photos. And enter? Shutter button? Shutter, yeah, that's... Oh, man, are you Patrick? <laughs> Go? It's a go button. Oh, are we play Monopoly? Like, I'm confused where you're staying. <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> Got nice tits, all right? Stop saying that. I'm trying to keep your dad listening. He's not listening. Well, not, not after the first time you mentioned it. <laughs> um, I think I was up to shadows before you got off a tangent. Before I explained, dis- discredited that speculation, that conspiracy, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'll ask you the next technical right. photographic based question yeah so old bill yeah bill mate yeah he, he used know- to work for nasa yeah in 2019 uh, no, he, he, no he didn't work for nasa he worked for Rocketdyne, which designed helped design ships for nasa and he was still employed by them in 2019 when he did this interview no 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 this interview was by kelly smith who was employed by nasa bill casing's the old conspiracy mate we talked about oh originally. sorry yeah, the first yeah. conspiracy right. okay sorry carry on so we yeah. go back to him and yeah, his yeah. claims so he notes that objects in shadows are still visible which we just discussed yeah and you went through that in yeah. great detail mm-hmm. um and then he also says that the shadows should be parallel because there's only one light source and so by saying they're not parallel, he's saying there's two shadows, or what, what, what's he saying? He's saying there's multiple light sources, which is indicative of a studio setting because there's multiple oh, light sources. Oh man, and this one it would have been good to see the photos, like the oh, official the, photos, to uh, see if there's two shadows. Because I mean, they, I think that's a simple. No, answer. he's not saying. He's saying the the shadows shouldn't intersect in any way. As in crossover. Mm. So there are two shadows. Well. I don't think the fact there are two because sorry, what do you mean when you say two shadows? So we can have multiple so objects for casting a shadow, a shadow from the same source to cross over. There has to be two. No, light not, sources. we're not talking about the same source. We're talking about different sources. The shadows should be par- apparently the shadows should be parallel. All different going in the sources. same direction. Yeah, if there's only one light source, the shadows should be parallel. But if there's two light sources, there should be two shadows. If there's two the light sources source. that intersect and. Or so, so they'll se- they'll separate from the source. So yep. like when the foot touches the ground, you see a shadow going one way and a shadow going the other. Yeah. And so he's saying shadows cross over, but that there's not two shadows. And he hasn't like the camera they took had a flash. Not, didn't have a flash. I actually don't know if it had a flash or not. Because I mean that's. A I assume not answer, because it was it was like we said before it was daylight on the moon. They wouldn't need a flash. The, the no, no, no. Because if black. you want to remove shadows, I still use as a professional photographer. I use flash and daylight. Are you a professional photographer? I'm a professional photographer, and oh, when shit. shadows are the harsh, harshest in all studio work, I use a flash, and once you know enough about it, to remove or to add detail. So even to in bright shadows. daylight. Even in bright daylight, and the brightest of daylight is when the shadows are the harshest, 
because by contrast, we've talked about this before, but I can't see when you can't see stars. Shadows are incredibly dark and the highlights are incredibly bright. And that dynamic range gets harder to see because it gets in darker and brighter. So you can take your photo to suit one, to shoot the brightest part or shoot the darkest part, but you can't add darkness to the brightest part, but it's very easy to add brightness to the darkest part. Camera flash answered. I don't know if they had camera flashes though. They existed back mm. then, I promise. I mean, no, I'm sure camera flashes existed. I just don't know if they'd have... Take I, I don't know for certain if they use them. Um, my, I, I don't know either. Like, for all I knew at that time, it was still in a bulb that exploded was a single use and you don't take something flammable to space or in a higher I mean, they probably wouldn't want yeah. to take anything flammable to space based on the earlier, like... Yeah, I don't know enough about the technology well, time. So, so I did yeah. the research on from someone who is not camera-ish at all mm-hmm. and I've got zero knowledge about this, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was, there was, like I said before, in the earlier one about the... the stuff that should have been in shadows the the way the the light diffuses on the moon is a lot different to how we expect to see on earth and we see the the black landscape that's in the black sky mm. and think oh it's nighttime but yep. it's actually not it's daylight but the way the light diffuses but there's no atmosphere we just see it straight into space right yeah. so the shadows that we actually see work in a lot in a, in a way that is a lot different to how we'd expect shadows to work on earth that's a very good answer and yeah. also because the moon is a very reflective surface. Like every school child knows, the moon, despite the fact that it glows bright as fuck, it does not emit its own light. It's all reflective from the sun. It's a very reflective atmosphere. Yeah. So yeah. they've got that, like they're working with it right there. So it's, so it's almost like Did you know the lighting. moon mostly isn't what? what? Is it? Is it? It's because of cheese, right? No, no, no. They're like, if you it's actually, cheese. if Google right now while you're listening to this, a coloured, like the colours of the moon. And there's a lot of red, there's a lot of iron, there's like there's very little white. The what we see is white is because of like that light oh, traveling over the distance. Through the atmosphere. And, yeah, yeah, and, and bouncing through the atmosphere. But the moon actually has a lot of colour to it. It's it's, it's I'll show you I'll show you after the podcast. But it's it's worth well, does, Google. does the moon have a lot of colour? Or is colour No no it, it has oh because colour's fake. Because we know that. And colour's but, interpreted by the human eye, you mean? And also the atmosphere. So as far as humans see it, the moon has a lot of colour. Which like is a rainbow. The only benchmark. Pardon? Like a rainbow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. How do we see it? Google image. <laughs> so it's like a fake image. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. How our image is captured of the colors of the moon? Yeah. Um, how do they make the? How how do we know? That lots it's of photos combined together and at different exposures. Like a long exposure. No, multiple. I just long I, I said long exposure because that's a, a term that I know. Now say aperture. Aperture. Yeah, whoa, you know your stuff. I know my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, babe, I promise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So we're agreed that the shadows are not a conspiracy? Uh, I don't believe them as a conspiracy. Um, okay. And once again, 1.5 out of 10 belief. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. fine. That's yeah. fine. So the, I, I don't want to say that you don't know what you're talking about because you obviously do. But because you are... Oh, I haven't been to the moon and taken photos. No, this is in precursor to my next statement. Or done research on it. I don't know if you're old enough to know much about crosshairs. I know you'd know know what they are, but I don't know if you've worked with them before. Yes, I have. Okay. So the crosshairs, the cameras that they use, the Hasselblad cameras... And the crosshairs overlapped behind objects, flags, rocks, etc. They did. How do you know that? So that's I you said you didn't know anything about this. No, this is the one fact I mentioned before when you asked what I knew about it. Okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, oh, I sorry, I said Photoshopery. 
So to the same reason they don't overlap is the same reason they could overlap. They could have overlapped. They didn't have Photoshop then. No, no, but they had Darkroom. And it's, it's exactly, it's very easy to replicate one bit of rock. All right, just, or one just bit pause of a little second. Yeah. Can you please explain? I, I know that you were about to, but just to yeah. make it more clear, can you please yeah. explain why in some images the crosshairs, the crosshairs were pictured behind objects? Um, when, it, just to put this in context, if you don't know what a crosshair is, the crosshair was actually etched onto a glass plate that's attached to the camera, so anything pictured should have had a crosshair in front of it. It is, for someone that wanted to create it as a conspiracy, um, crosshairs are pretty much lines on the photo. Like you can see them in like the like L's in the corner and there's a T in the middle of the frame kind of thing. It depends on where their crosshairs were. But it is, it is one, very easy to add them. If you wanted to add some, you could literally just draw on the photo. Or if you wanted to re remove them, which is what we're talking about in this case here, you find something that looks similar. For example, spacesuit or rock or sky and you find a part where the crosshair is on the sky and then going over a rock and to make it disappear from the rock so it looks like it's going behind you duplicate another part of the rock over the top of the crosshair so you can't see the crosshair that's over the top of the rock and it makes it look like it's going behind it's basic photoshop but you can do it in a darkroom sense incredibly well they also said that even without doctoring the images some of these crosshairs would have been quite hard to see because of no. wash out because of what? Washout. Based on what you said about like some of the moon is actually quite bright despite of what it looks like. Is that a possibility? That oh, I know some of New Zealand's best photographers mm, who who worked at the end of the film era, like at the start of the digital era, and they were very very good at developing film in a darkroom sense. And this is just New Zealand. This is not the entire globe, but we have some good photographers. Can here. you dumb it down for me, Kamasabe? You like wasabi? What? Can you dumb it down for me? They could Photoshop an entire person into a different scene. In 1969? Yep. No, with film, sorry. In a film, in a dark room. I don't know if you're so there's like no computers involved with pro this. or against this theory at the moment. Like, what are you saying? No, for, for saying that their crosshairs went behind objects, yeah. I'm saying even in a film sense with no computers involved, was very, very easy for a professional film developer to change. But what NASA says is that some photos that were apparently the originals, mm. it's hard to see the crosshairs because of washout. Do you think that's correct? Oh, I can also understand that. So if a crosshair is white and it's on a white surface, it's hard to see. If it's black and it's on a black surface, like the sky, hard to see. They also say that in a lot of these cases, crosshairs were visible on the originals, but they were like copied so, so many, many times. times that detail was reduced each time. Yeah, because the crosshairs are quite faint. Sure. Yeah. 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 So uh, what do you think the crosshairs like? BS. Zero BS. out of ten. All right. So, well, so just because I, from what I know of film and the people that are professionals with film and the very limited amount of work I've done with film, easy as to remove, to tweak, to modify. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I am nodding. Mm -hmm. So um, the next one is... Not photography-based, unfortunately. Oh, man, this is where my area of perfectness <laughs> just comes flooding back. Yeah, But it's the, the lack of blast crater. Okay. So there's no blast crater evident on the moon from the landing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we wouldn't have any taking off again because the cameras went with them. But there's no... But they, they would have used propulsion to reduce the speed they were travelling towards the, the moon. You have researched this. No, I'm Piece just, of shit. No, I like spaceships. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so 
a lot of this is, um, I've just got my bullet point down as math stuff. And Jim, if you're listening, I know that you know that I'm really bad at the math stuff. Sorry, where's Jim live? He's currently in London. How come we don't have one London subscriber? Have you not sent this to him yet? Yeah, and he said, he said that he listened actually. Jim, you, you didn't listen. Shit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to test you like I did my dad. If you're listening, say owl. <laughs> As in like Harry Potter, hoo-hoo, yeah. flies at night time. Say the word owl. Nothing else, just send that just, as a message? Yeah, just send that single word as a message. And if he doesn't send it? You're dead to me. <laughs> no, you're not, not. You're not. Not a lot of confidence behind that. But like <laughs> for the next three days, you're like, you just don't want to get a reply, Jim. You need to step up your game, mate. He used to hold you. Although if he's listened to this, he doesn't even know because he hasn't sent the message. <laughs> yeah, we should have had at least one listener from the UK. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, back to my point. Math stuff is not my strong point. And... <laughs> <laughs> just the whole series of math stuff so the, the owl tangent well, and, no because he must have listened because he took a piss out of you and me for getting the calculation wrong on Princess Diana's you know we were like is that 16 years no 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 it's not it's like 26 26 yeah, 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 yeah. and he, yeah. he took he, he was like alright Mr. Hindsight <laughs> I got the time to write a message not on a he's a math teacher <laughs> that's even more fuel <laughs> <laughs> As long as he's sitting there with a little respect for my previous photography factual statements, we're all good, Jim. He does. We're right, mate. He's got no respect for me. Zero. He's speaking for him. I am. He didn't even say owl to you. Like, have you Not checked yet. your phone? Hang on a sec. This isn't a live recording, babe. What are you checking your phone for? Oh, shit. <laughs> That's right, Jim. At least you're smarter than him. Well, he is. <laughs> Most people are. So, math stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently... And this is all like beyond me because I'm a dumb bitch. The gravity on the moon is one sixth of the Earth's gravity. The gravity on the moon is one sixth. Yeah, yep. so it, the gravity on the moon is, is a fraction of the Earth's. Yes. Thank well you. done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, so, comparatively, the, the lander is a lot lighter than what it actually is. I like to go to the moon. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. It'd be a lot lighter than I actually am. Mm. Um, and the moon's surface is hard rock covered by a, a layer of dust, obviously. But there's no wind. You assume, yeah, okay, sorry, there's no layer wind. of dust, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So we're talking about a crater. Like, yeah, yeah, scorch marks, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yep. there, there could be scorch marks. But what they're saying, he's saying there's no crater. What counts From, as a crater? Can it be like I, 10 I guess centimeters like deep to count as a, a crater? A massive indentation, like there's obvious on pictures. There's no obvious crater on the photos under the moon landing so, the moon lander sorry i, I guess I'm, I'm worrying about the technical details of crater here does crater count count as signs of landing or does it require well, crazy crater like a, an indentation no no but what's heat sorry i know this okay. is a bit tricky because i'm asking an indentation but there's they didn't hit the moon they landed they yeah they did and i was about to i was about to say that okay you just Shitting all over my podcast right now. So your conspiracy, not your podcast. I think your podcast is incredible, babe. Oh, thanks. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> the, the the moon's surface is hard rock covered by a, a layer of dust. Yeah. So it's not soil. Mm-hmm. It's hard rock. Mm-hmm. So the the crater they actually didn't expect it because it's hard rock and it was a like you said it's a controlled soft landing they didn't crash into the moon they had people on board it was a controlled soft landing yeah. and the atmosphere being what it was 
the moon lander wasn't actually that heavy and it was a slow controlled landing so they didn't expect it to make a crater but bill or bill says to 1.6 times gravity is more than zero gravity so there is yeah, gravity it's it still, still heavy there's still some it impact. Still heavy, but I, mean, I assume there's still footprints from the lander yes there is but you can't see them when they're under the yeah, feet but we're yeah. talking we're not talking about imprints from the lander we're talking about a crater yeah so yeah. bills are like why is there no crater there should have been because of the rocket fuel there is some discoloration in the soil but there's no like crater made by the rocket fuel. NASA says that this is because they did a controlled landing and the amount of time that the, the rocket fuel would have been in contact with the rocks, not nearly enough time to actually melt them in any practical way. Okay. But I don't know enough about that stuff to be like NASA's full of shit or Bill's full of shit. Like I don't know enough about that. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So that is the stuff on the moon that's a bit sus possibly mm-hmm. to me so far not very sus no 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 like, unlike last week's yeah you know, like i'm still sitting on the massive skeptic fence yeah right. no same bro yeah same it's all right we're at mysterious death number one. Oh yeah okay so i've known nothing about any deaths right cool so mysterious death number one mm-hmm. thomas Barron. sounds handsome does mm, he though yeah that first name alone i <laughs> TB tuberculosis. <laughs> no one knows my last name. I think I said it at the start. I think you said. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, Thomas Barron. Mm. He worked. His uh, this my co-host's name is Thomas Belsby, by the way. Oh, just, thanks, Hannah. We're the rule. <laughs> yeah, Mum doesn't know your last name. So Thomas Barron. He worked at the Kennedy Space Center between 1965 and 66. The Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. Who are the other two subscribers to our channel? The Kennedys. Oh, yeah. Is there a relation? Luke, is there a relation? <laughs> or Sarah. Or Sarah. Or Emmy. She's married into the Kennedy name. Yeah, okay, true, true. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, Luke would probably be better served to know. Yeah. Um, Kennedy Space Center, between 65 and 66. He was... The moon landing was 69? Yeah, yeah. Right, so this okay. is before them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a job's worth. A, a what? A job's worth. What's a job's worth? Like, just a pernickety sort of... Me, me, got the wrong colored highlighter, that kind of thing. He's a safety and quality inspector, oh, okay. is what Boom. I'm saying. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had big old issues with the safety of the Apollo program, the the whole thing, not just about 11, but like all the ones preceding it. Yeah, he submitted multiple reports to his superiors, but mm. was largely ignored, possibly because he kept submitting reports. So, but he was still employed by he them. He was still employed by them at this point. Okay. Yeah. 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 And he was like, I'm being ignored. This is not on. So he decided to go to the press. Yeah. So he went to the press. Yeah. He got fired. Because he went to the press. Because he went to the press. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And after this, between between um, 66 and uh, 68, he started working on a larger report, a 500-page report mm-hmm. about all the unsafety that he'd seen in the Apollo space program. So this goes to be people not abiding to health and safety rules, which were a bit more lax than they were today. But just like little things like that. Um, and he delivered this report to Congress following the Apollo 1 fire, which was in, I think it was in 68, a year preceding the 69 landing. Or was it before that? I can't remember. I said it, it earlier. It was before. Anyway. It was before. Yeah. yeah. So he delivered this report to Congress following the Apollo 1 fire because he was like, I've been saying for ages that things are unsafe and no one will listen to me. 
Right. Have, so, have you... We might have talked about this before, maybe. Have you heard about what NASA's current margin of error... How many decimal points they work to? In terms of... Like, so... Um, like, margin of... This is what I believe to be current, mm-hmm. as in margin of accuracy. How many decimal points? I, decimal points, sorry. I know what margin of accuracy is. I'm just saying in regards to, to what? For, for, like, just their general maths of what they... When they work something out to say... 0.5% or 0.05% or 0.00 like do you know how many decimal points I do not I assume it would Twelve. depend on each individual aspect so it could be a margin of error for many different things from what I've heard from the media the mainstream I, media. I say that because I am anti-media that, that that is what NASA used to their for their margin of accuracy for general space math well I'm, I'm sure that's decimal. Correct. I'm, yeah. I'm saying that a margin, a margin of error would depend on what you're talking about. Well, I'm just saying general NASA yeah. spectrum. So yeah. there is there is a like... like Currently, um, I don't know what it was then. So, yeah. I mean, this is t- entirely irrelevant, but obviously I studied archaeology mm. and the margin of obviously. error. Obviously, yeah. No, I said obviously I don't know about this. Oh, sorry, right. I studied archaeology and the margin of error is different depending on what you're looking at. So the type of rock you're looking at, what the the what kind of thing you're looking at the margin of error is, is massive depending on the chemical makeup of it so the, the margin of error is different depending on what what you're actually referring to right um i assume this is for well we're gonna i'm gonna go with construction and safety okay. but i don't know yeah i i think we'll just little Tom, thomas fact chucked in there that's a complete derail I, I, Carry I, on. I don't have an answer for you so we'll skip right over that <laughs> So he had huge issues with the health and safety of the of the whole project. The yeah. whole project. Yeah. He was a press. He got fired. Yeah. A Polar One happened. We obviously, if you remember from before, three astronauts. Did died. he go to the press before Polar One? No. So he was compiling these reports, short reports, so that he was escalating to his superiors prior to this, and then he started right. working on a bigger report, and he delivered that report after Polar One. He deli- okay. Okay. He delivered yeah. this report to Congress following the fire, mm-hmm. and he also testified before a committee that was specifically investigating this. Yeah, okay. So, But any disgruntled employee could have done the same thing. They could have. Yeah. Oh, well, also, you know, sorry, you, I don't want to give I them discredit, though. That you should be opening your mind. No, 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 no. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah. Like, to, to, just inconvenient timing might not mean that You're he is You're sounding like a sheeple. Right no, now? no, no. And actually, as I said, that I, I'm aware that I found it sounded quite sheeple. So yeah. I retract my skepticism. Skeptis, skepticism. Thank you. Um, I am feeling about him because inconvenient time, it doesn't prove or disprove anything. It's just bad for, for a skeptic, poor timing. But I'm a skeptic, so boom. Here's more than a grain of salt. Here's some credit back. Good. He Good. deserves the credit because yeah. you're left testifying. He was unalive. Oh, yes! Now he's got credit. I love that stuff. Along Sorry. with his wife and stepdaughter. Oh, that's nowhere near as cool. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Right. So, but boom. Okay, now boom. I'm on this conspiracy bandwagon. <laughs> yes, right there. Oh, because I'm not. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were all killed when a train struck his car. A train struck his car? Yeah. What was his car doing on train tracks? Well, this was actually before they had those proper, like... The arms and Yeah, the arms and, and stuff, yeah, which yeah, you yeah. don't really see here in New Zealand so much, but 
uh, maybe from the UK, obviously they're a big old thing. Uh, I know we do have some, okay, so but like same... in New Plymouth, we don't really have any arms. So, we've just we go. got the lights. We've still got them in Inglewood. I think we've got one by the Aquatic Centre. And then, like, all the rest of the tracks is, like, look before crossing. Like, the one at Queen's Road and stuff, where right, it gets right. on the highway. But, 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 boom, for the exact same argument I just gave him credit for, mm-hmm. like, his, his announcing it after the crash, um, that same argument goes towards him dying after his announcement. It could, once again, just be convenient timing, or it might well, not, not be. So, um, not convenient timing. Here he testified. They should have, like, offed him before he testified if that's what they're wanting to do. Like, oh, man. why okay. do and, it after? Yeah, and I can't think of a good devil's advocate argument to Make give for Make zero why. sense. Unless... No, he's already testified. He's okay. already testified. Okay, okay. However... Yeah? The 500-page report? Yeah. Never been seen since. Boom! Oh, man, you're giving me a roller coaster I'm right now. I know. This is... Okay, okay. So, never been seen since. So, it did get released... Or never it got released. It got given to Congress. Yeah. And apparently it hasn't been seen since. So no one actually knows for so sure. So Congress never released it. No, they never released it. And, now and he I, never released it. Apparent. No, not publicly. Not publicly. Yeah. Apparently yeah. he sent it off to Congress. Yeah. And it was returned to him unread. I can't verify that. Okay. And apparently, and again, this is unverified. Mm. It was so long and so full of just like little nitpicky things that they're like, this is just too much to add to this already massive investigation. 500 pages, a lot of pages of... Yeah, yeah and this yeah. is all like nitpicky things. That is, some of it's hearsay and some of it is just and like... Like say, if he gets into the fact at range page 300, but the first 200 pages have been, oh man, yeah. like you're not giving yourself credit here. So they've gone... And I yeah. don't know which Anyone way Anyone with a personal this. grievance of some sort is like, man, don't, don't get bogged down with details like... Yeah. Hit, hit your facts and then ask to be explained rather than going full. Like, yeah. People aren't that smart and no. don't care that much about what you have to I, say. I am not smart. No, you are smart. You're just really pretty as well, which discredits you. <laughs> but if, yeah, sorry, we're sidetracking. Carry on, carry on. So if, if you're a conspiracist, you'd be like, the 500 page report went missing. That's mm-hmm. very spoopy. Mm-hmm. Um, and very what? Spoopy. Oh, cool. Yeah. And on the other side, apparently he's just like <laughs> a massive job's worth and he's writing out all these reports about really irrelevant shit. So like, this isn't worth the paper. And they just never bothered to actually use it as evidence. I don't know what I think so, about it because I, I can't I'm find out about it. I'm also assume that digital wasn't a big aspect back in 1960. It wasn't. They'd have had to print it all off. Yeah. So 500 pages. How big's a ream? Is that a thousand? I think it is a thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's... Or is it 500. Might be fine, dude. Okay, Google. How big is a ream of paper? Googling. Eight and a half inches by eleven inches. Oh. <laughs> okay, Google. Stop. How many <laughs> pages is a ream? <laughs> five hundred sheets. Okay, so it's Whoa, five hundred. So two reams. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Google. Stop. That's yeah. quality podcast. Either yeah. one or two, depending on. I don't know if he was. Okay, stop. I don't know if it was double-sided or not. So it could be one or two. Yeah, oh, good point. But that that's that's a huge amount. Well, I would have picked that up and as a human gone, oh, I don't want to read Like this. a ream of paper is a lot. And I'm thinking about the most, the thing I'm most passionate about, let's assume that the spacing and font size isn't. Like all font size is 64. 
double spacing <laughs> I could possibly a, a write per page. <laughs> a ream of something I do not want to give you up I don't want to let you down <laughs> I want oh god damn it <laughs> so that that was that was that first mysterious death okay mysterious deaths two so okay yep yep Gus Grissom never heard of him Yes, you have. I, I mentioned have. him twice earlier. Whereabouts? From Apollo 1. Okay. So... <gasps> ooh, you just did a... Yeah, no, I'm excited for where this oh, is about okay. to go. Yeah, I thought you yeah, were about yeah. to say something. All right. So he was an astronaut on Apollo 1. Was an astronaut. He was because he was unalived. Unalived. <laughs> so he was... Is it the Latin term for dead? <laughs> no, it's just the Hannah term for dead. I'm just joking. Carry on. I think the Latin term. Actually, I don't know what Latin term is. Um, he was an astronaut on Apollo One, and he he was, and this is fact, mm. he was very vocal in his concerns and criticisms about the safety of the program. Mm-hmm. And this well, he's is, the first. He should be shit on himself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sort of. Apollo, in terms of space programs, Apollo mm. wasn't the first to get people into space. It was the first to try and put people on the moon. Mm-hmm. There was like the Gemini before that, mm-hmm. and the one before that, which I can't remember the name of. There were programs before that, so it wasn't like a total version. We haven't crossed it off the the fuel for the space race yet, have we? No. Okay. We're still getting there. No, no, I think that's a big one. I'm I know, I know you're that. like, yeah. I hope this was a shorter one than last time, but apparently it's not going to be. <laughs> 12 hours later. Yep. 12 hours later. So he was very vocal in his concerns and criticisms about the safety of the program. So apparently, according to Conspiracy, uh, uh, the, the, the stuff before that, about his vocal criticisms was true. And he actually, um, I think on the same day he died, he had a lemon and he's taped it to the shuttle to show that it was a lemon. Okay. How did he die? Are we getting to that? Yeah, yeah. So he was killed off uh, before he went public with further... Okay, no, sorry. We already we already crossed off how he died at the very start of the podcast. In Apollo 1, he died with his two other comrades, mm. Roger Chaffee and the other one, Ed White, mm. um, in a fire during a training mission. A training, training. I don't remember that, but okay. I, I did. We were, oh, I'm not saying you didn't say that, but in a training. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Training. So, no, no, yeah. yeah. So the conspiracy is that this wasn't an accident. He was killed off before he went public with further claims or proof that NASA actually did lack the capability to, to do a moon landing. Um, and the other two astronauts, Ed White and Roger Chaffee, were just collateral. Okay. To this day, Grissom's family have publicly stated that they think he was murdered and have publicly asked NASA to tell the truth about how he died. Okay, so 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 far we've been quite anti a lot of conspiracies so far. Mm-hmm. That there, it's an expensive conspiracy. Um, like, if, if I play the skeptic card, it's He's anti-NASA and he's one of the ones going there and it's not good publicity and it's just, like, what, his, what he's saying is fact. But, well, but right, no, let me finish, like, let me finish. Sorry, sorry, let me sorry. Finish. And he is killed in an accident and that gives fuel for conspiracy, but it's not a conspiracy. But as far as also just a conspiracy, depending on how far deep down this rabbit hole this, this podcast goes, we'll give him some credit there. So for there, there, we'll say, um... Four out of ten. We've ramped okay. it up in my, in my level okay. of conspiracy. Right. I mean, astronauts are expensive. Yep. So... Oh, whole space programs aren't cheap. Oh, yeah. this whole space. Yeah. Billions of dollars. Yeah. Astronauts themselves are not cheap. Mm-hmm. Why cloth too collateral when you could just, like, kill them 
in a what you in instead you could do a car crash in a bright light in a tunnel instead oh, of like back to last week yeah, yeah you nice, could yeah. instead of like killing off two other astronauts and an entire spacecraft yeah okay all right so we get on to the why mm-hmm. why would nasa want to fake a moon landing this is this has got to be pretty strong for me to start jumping on this okay again. Do, yeah. do you have any idea why they would want to mm, why they would want to fake fake it? a fake a moon landing or put so much importance on a moon landing no, um, enough to the so, extent that they so fake th- it this is kind of what I was talking about before with some space race and I assume yeah. there is some political or war or financial reason to win to be first there to to do something and so I don't know yet so as far as this goes I'm sitting real 50-50 it's like let, let's hear some reasons why to fake it I guess all of the above Mm. So the the most well-known theory as to why they would want to fake it mm. or do the space race that we've already covered. So the the space race between the U.S. and the USSR or to do with the Cold War. Pardon me? Or to do with the Cold War. Yeah, yeah. So the Cold War, if you don't know why it was called the Cold War, it was called that because neither side actually directly declared or started a, a declared war on each other or started fighting with each other. It was a Cold War. And it was like a... Unofficial... Yeah, unofficial, like... offline. Yeah, like, you don't know I am so You should know I am so That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not telling you. Yeah, I'm not telling you. You yeah. should just know. I just translate it for Bitch. all of my listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so both sides were concerned about the, the other's powers, mainly in terms of nuclear weapons. Yeah. So whoever gets to space first did have a huge advantage in terms of spying and also the ability to, to deploy... That's in- space, not the moon, but sorry, carry on. Yeah. This is just a background of the, oh, of the space race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also the ability to deploy nuclear bombs more efficiently and more effectively, devastatingly effectively, like just Straight getting your... rather yeah. than across, yeah. Yeah. Around, yeah. So the US decides that even if they are unsuccessful in their attempts to get man to the moon, the USSR must not know this because then they would know that the US is gambling on not much. Ooh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Six so, out of ten. Yep. Carry on. Yep. So they, they fake the moon landing yeah. as a matter of... To intim- intimidate. Oh, as a ma- matter of... Yes, but also yeah. as a matter of national safety. Because if the USSR didn't... If the USSR thought yeah. that the US could get man to the moon successfully, they didn't know that if they tried to, like bomb them to shit that the US couldn't retaliate in a much more devastating way. Intimidation. Yeah, yeah. So intimidation. Okay. okay, I'm liking this. Yeah. yeah. So it's a matter of national safety. Yeah. 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 To deter them from doing some horrific shit with nuclear weapons. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and that is probably a, a good reason why. No, I, no, I like that it, reason. I think that's a good reason. It makes yeah. somewhat sense. Yeah. Probably more yeah. so than some of the others. Um, another reason could be ego and money because this yeah, is a bunch yeah, of yeah. middle-aged white males so the administration obviously I shrugged but yeah you did yeah. the administration had the goal of landing man the moon by the end of the decade and billions of dollars went into it's like so many billions of dollars went into the apollo the whole apollo program and remember it wasn't until apollo 11 we actually successfully got man to moon we had like a whole lot of Apollo programs before Oh, right, and to show that yeah. I mean, we're going to assume there's some taxpayer money involved and this was a complete Why waste. Why a lot? Yeah. 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 So we had to prove, well, they had to. I'm not American. Mm. They had to prove that it was not. Really? Was well, that accent? 
They had to prove that it wasn't for nothing. And if NASA failed, they would look A, incapable, and B, all their funding would dry up, which is not a small amount. So let's give some credit to keep funding whatever we yeah. spend our money on. Okay, okay. Yeah. Once again, so, so well, the, I'm, I'm liking the The, the president, yeah. Yeah. which was... There's two of them at this point. So it started with Kennedy and mm. then it was Nixon when they mm. actually eventually went to the moon because obviously Kennedy was assassinated by then. Or was he? Or was he? Is that coming up this Sorry, excuse me. Is that coming up the season? I'm Kennedy? not telling you because you get pissed off every time I give you a hint. <laughs> I like living under a rock. It's a happy place. Carry on. Place. So, yeah, the ego and the money thing is a big driver. Enough to fake a moon landing? I don't know. I think mm. the, the whole sort of public safety thing is a better reason mm-hmm. third possible reason yeah aliens <laughs> I'm excited yeah I knew you were waiting for this one so the theory is we did go to the moon but the footage was faked because the mission was actually a seek and destroy exercise to kill the aliens that were living on the dark side of the moon nah you don't reckon? No. Nah, well, sorry, photographic evidence. I know too many people that take quality photos of the moon from Earth and there ain't not much sign of aliens on the uh, bright side of the moon. Th- we're talking about, I specifically said the dark side of the moon, which we can't see. Why would they only live on the moon? Oh, no, I don't know. So aliens. we can't okay. see them. Okay, okay, okay. Fucking hell. But what side of the moon did they land on? They, well... Landed on the bright side? Apparently. But they're saying the theory is that the footage was all faked because... They actually, oh, they went, actually to the moon, went to the dark side. But the footage cool, was faked. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Because okay. they went to the yeah. dark side yeah. on a seek and destroy mission because of those. And Mr. Number aliens. 3 went around the planet 30 times. Oh, plenty did. of times to launch some stuff, do some stuff, take mm-hmm. some stuff. Who knows yeah. who he was up to there? He probably wasn't just masturbating, yeah. although he probably did plenty of that. And he wasn't just doing his drive by. going, I'm so lonely. He's going, I've just nuked a civilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He probably yeah. did that too. Like, he had time to do both. Nuke the aliens and also. And have a master. And have a master. At least, like. 40. Oh man, why are you discrediting him? He's saying he gets oh, off from genocide. He's wait. the unspoken hey, hero. Hey, we don't kink shame here. No, I'm saying you're kink shaming, not me. I'm just saying we don't mind if he gets off to genocide. No, That's fine. I, we don't I, kink no, shame. I, I'm going to be honest. I think I have an issue if you get off to genocide. Okay, and also pedophiles. Like, yeah, well, and animal abuse. We've actually, we do kink Don't get off to pedophiles. <laughs> or genocide. <laughs> or. Bestiality. Bestiality. Yeah, we have some issues here with the podcast. Yeah, uh, no, we have some morals. We don't have issues. We've got morals. Actually, we well, know we've got plenty of both. Um, yeah, we've got a laughing of both as well. Yeah. Should we go back to the um, while we're recording? Yeah. So that the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you think that sounds like bullshit? However. No, 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 no. You, you, you hit me with some facts. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm what facts did I hit you with? Dark side. When I was thinking light side and not okay, seeing yeah, photos. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, the dark side of the moon. It's got an alien base. Okay. And you might think this, I don't sounds, know that. Yeah. this might sound like bullshit. Yeah. Apart from the testimony of one Carl Wolf. Has he been there? Nah. Oh. <laughs> but he saw a photo. <laughs> uh, how did he see a photo that NASA took? I'm about to tell you. Okay. So okay. Carl Wolf, he was an ex Air Force sergeant, and mm. then he became an electronic technician at the Langley Air Force Base in Virginia. In 2001. He claimed to have seen top-secret photographs showing an alien base on the moon. He also said that he saw towers, buildings, and what looked like radar dishes. He died in 2018 very suspiciously. 
when his tractor collided with his bike, which was an entire... Wait, shit. Oh, God, Jim's going to murder me. 2001, 17 years. 17 years after he made... That's right, he doesn't listen unless he knows the key word to say. It was Al, Jim. Oh, geez, you have to remind him. Yeah. So 17 years after he made this, he just died mysteriously. 17 years is a while to make it. It is a while. Yeah. yeah, It's a while. But he did say that he saw top secret photos showing this alien base on the moon, and he was genuinely an ex-NASA employee. Okay, okay. I've seen some very cool stuff of of, um, Mars rovery stuff at the moment that hasn't been answered to me. the real sad one? No, not the sad one. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Like, like... Stuff that I haven't done the research on because I don't like diving into conspiracies of um, weird objects seen at a distance that then just stop making the press and I don't research it. So, complete waste of time. Carry on. That was a complete waste of time. Yeah. Um, so, we can answer how they could have faked this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it... So, I, 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 some of the reasons why, mm-hmm. I don't mind. I'm, I'm okay. And those were the yeah, only yeah. reasons I could find. Like... Money, national security. Intimidation sounds like a great one to me. Yeah. 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 Or national security slash intimidation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah both. Yeah. Not just intimidation. Yeah, yeah. But within the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So how did they fake this? Mm-hmm. So the theory is that it was filmed at Area 51, mm-hmm. obviously. Desert. Yeah, and also yeah. highly protective. Yeah. This was probably started and i don't know for certain if this is how it started i'm just assuming based on my research mm. that this rumor started based on the training exercises that nasa undertook in arizona prior to the landing the moon landing um because they were looking for a, they were looking for a rugged landscape similar to the moon's landscape mm. they found this area in arizona that was all like rugged and, and there's not a lot of photo evidence from the moon to show what it looks like for the general public no but they sort of knew vaguely because they've got relatively good photos from the moon at that point from the moon's surface though from the moon's surface oh they do yeah okay before cool. the, before because this was just a manned landing they had already landed lunar and how they get the photo no different story but they've got photos from the moon's surface okay okay yeah okay. yeah but they weren't sure on how like solid the surface was and stuff so they decided to like do some test runs yeah. in the desert yeah. like yeah. with like craters and all this so yeah. they, they they chose a desert in flagstaff arizona mm. Um, they they did a whole lot of training on they took the astronauts out there they did a whole lot of training on how to identify certain geological features how to collect samples and data mm-hmm. and they also tested some of their tools and equipment such as the the lunar rover and the spacesuits etc. Cool. Yeah. So all of this had, had plenty of film um, and photos taken, which gave rise to some conspiracy photos such as uh, uh, a famous I don't know if you've seen it. There's a a photo of the three astronauts posing next to the, the lander, the, the, the lunar rover, mm-hmm. in their spacesuits. It looks like a spacey environment, but they've all got their helmets off. Oh, okay. And it's used as evidence of conspiracy. But at the same time, it could also be used to fuel conspiracies. It is. That's literally what I said. That's evidence for the conspiracy, because this photo has been spread without any context. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but so it's actually... exactly what you said, yeah taken a long time before the landing during the training exercises right, right. okay yeah okay. yeah so the the possibility of filming a fake set was already in the consciousness at that point just to recap on last week sorry mm-hmm. were you if you had to 50 like you just black and white say conspiracy or not conspiracy what would you say like 65 no 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 yes or no no you just said 50 
fifth. I'm oh, sure no, you just I'm said sorry, that. Black or, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm changing the rules of the game. Yes or no for last week? Would you say murder or accident? Ooh, on the whole accident. Would you? Okay, reckon? and what? And so for this week, you're saying oh. landed or not like landed? Can I answer you at the end of the podcast? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, all right. So the the possibility of filming a fake set was already in the consciousness at this point. Mm-hmm. And it got expanded on into Area 51 being turned into a film set. Mm-hmm. It was possibly directed by, and this is where we get into like a... Quentin Tarantino. Close, but no. Stanley Kubrick. I don't know who that is. What? Is this a, like a retail store? Is this Haddock's? Haddock's? What is it? I can't. Stanley Kubrick, bro. What's he done? The Shining. Okay. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Okay. Eyes Wide Shut. What? Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. All right, you've heard of The Shining. I've heard of The Shining. Yep. You've seen The Shining? Not entirely, and not for a long time. Holy shit, Joseph. This is why we call you Patrick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not just conspiracies. It's like a wide range of so reasons. So why would you get a, pro, like a, a non-NASA person to direct it? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Because mm. Stanley Kubrick, the year before the landing, mm. he had just released 2001 A Space Odyssey. Okay. I, I appreciate I hope, it. I hope the podcast heard my exhale there. I heard it. Mm. Have you seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? No, you haven't. No. So therefore, you can shut the fuck up. So 1968. Year Kub- before landing, yeah. Year before landing. Kubrick releases 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm. And it was incredible for its time. Yeah. Kubrick was, and you don't know this, Kubrick was a known perfectionist. So NASA came knocking on his door to enlist his help in making a believable film about the landing. Okay. After all, he had the experience and probably some access to some sick-ass props. And the uh, obviously the technical expertise well, because they don't need props. They've got a desert and got all the suits and the. I'm sure he's got other sick props. Like what do they need? They just use the official stuff. I don't know. It's all cool rocks or shit. I don't know. Whatever. Cool rocks. Why fake it? Okay. The cool rocks. The sea on it. Mm. It's the thing. So he had access to some sick props and some technical expertise. So why is it thought that Kubrick had anything to do with it apart from the fact that he had the year before released? A really good film about the moon landing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking at the moment. Yeah, yeah. because of The Shining. Explain. You, the Shining movie? No, I, not The Shining movie. Yeah, because you the, have heard of it, you just haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen much of it. Okay. Yeah. So The Shining was his secret apology for helping dupe the world. Oh, I haven't seen enough of that to understand that. That's all right, we'll go into it. Yeah. Evidence to this? Mm-hmm. The symbology in The Shining, such as the creepy twins... Mm-hmm. So I thought, I sorry, when I wrote this, I kind of assumed that you'd seen it, but you haven't, so mm-hmm. it's all right. Mm-hmm. So the creepy twins, you know, the come play with us, Danny. Mm-hmm. All right. So in the the Shining was based on a book. Yeah. So in the book, the the twins weren't twins; it was just a singular child. Okay. He changed it to twins in the movie. Why would he do this? To signify. The Gemini space program, which is a precursor to Apollo, mm, obviously, and then the carpet patterns. So there's uh, quite a lot of carpet patterns throughout the movie, mm. all the same pattern. The carpet pattern looked like an exact replica of the the the, the landing space. 
Mm. Like the launch pad that was used for Apollo 11. Grassroots straws for that one. The yep, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and Danny, he was a young boy in the movie. I was going to pour myself another drink, yeah. Do that. So Danny's sweater, he wears an Apollo 11 sweater in the movie. Okay, and sorry, is he a lead character of some sort? Yeah, he's the kid. Okay. You know, the kids on the tricycle? Come play with us, Danny. Okay. No, that's the twins, so I don't know where she was. Yeah, but he, they're yet. referring to Danny. Oh, the right. saying, come play with us, Danny. This this shows how much of a slut involvement I have in my life. I keep mm. saying, thinking you said daddy. <sighs> come play with me, daddy. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I've never said that before in my life. <laughs> come play with us, Danny. So <laughs> Danny wears a sweater about Pole 11. Huh. And, uh, so Danny, if you're listening to this, because I'm going to share this with you, I want to know you got this far into the podcast. <laughs> If there's any Danny's listening, you can let me know. He doesn't know you. <laughs> um, speaking of Danny, at one point in the movie, you don't know this, he goes into room 237, <clears throat> which is like the big haunted room. Mm-hmm. I've seen Ready Player One. Have you seen Ready Player One? I think I've had sleep. Yeah, you did fall asleep. Yeah. There's a lot of the shiny reference in that, so that's where I'm grateful. How would you know? You've never seen it. Because it's in that, and they very much state that it's a shiny reference. Oh, okay. So Danny goes into room 237 at one point. Mm-hmm. Now, this is relevant because in the book, the room is actually room 217. Now, why would Kubrick, who is a, a known perfectionist, change it from 217 to yeah. 237? Yeah. It's because, yeah. thank you for asking, yeah. not that you asked, the moon is roughly 237,000 miles from the Earth. When you say roughly, like it will take 20? Yeah. Like two one. That's like it's like two hundred thirty seven something something. No, uh, sorry, give it give or take like it could be two one seven. Should we no no it's like two it's like two three seven. like exactly two three seven. Okay, Google. How far away is the Earth from the moon? The moon is about three hundred and eighty four. Oh what? <laughs> Not even close. <sighs> Stanley Kubrick, I'm really disappointed. Okay, Google. Is the Earth 237,000 kilometres away from the moon? Man, we're grasping at straws here. We really are, but I just want to know where they they got this figure from. I don't know, but I found these results on search. For those that can't hear Google off the background there, Google just said it's 384,000 kilometres from Earth, so, like, just just blowing that theory out of the water. I can can see here from the top search result from NASA... The moon is an average of 238,853 miles away from the Earth. So I I don't know where the other figure came from, but I'm guessing obviously it changes. Maybe the man has just edited those internet facts to help dub the that, dumb population. That would make are. more sense than the conspiracy theorists being incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the moon is not 237,000 miles away from the Earth. Moving on. Moving very swiftly on. We're struggling with this one. Yeah. Yep. Having the moon landing film to the liking. Sorry, what? Having the moon landing film to the liking was certainly safer than risking a live stream of a very risky operation. Oh, yeah, you're right. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Fake it rather than film a disaster. Well, I mean, it was very risky. Like we already discussed. Like we already discussed. I'm it, not a skeptic about that. No, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. a massive 
don't want to say the word miracle, but it was that they managed to do that, get there, get back, take all this evidence and shit. Without, with the technology ahead of the time. With the technology ahead of the time. It's incredibly impressive. It was very impressive. Risky. Yeah. It was very risky. And I do think that they went up there like in a very risky circumstance because they had this deadline in front of them and they might have bypassed a lot of safety protocols that otherwise would have delayed it for a few years. Okay. I genuinely think that. Yeah. So maybe that's why they they had the confidence to live stream it because it was already pre-recorded, possibly. Have they live streamed any other Apollo missions? Ooh, I don't know if certain, but I don't think so. Really? So they just suddenly started live I'm saying I don't think so. Okay, they could that. be okay. incorrect. We could Google that, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, the fact that they had confidence to live stream the first man landing. Was this landing. the first mission aimed at landing on the moon? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that could explain why they live stream it. Yeah, because that was the goal of the mission. Right. It was, but they they knew that it was risky. Yeah. So as yeah. as already mentioned, um, President Nixon had a whole like speech prepared for if it went bad. Mm-hmm. and the, the astronauts didn't survive and everything. He had a whole speech prepared. So it, it was very risky. They had cut certain corners. It was like, the fact that we did it was amazing. Mm. So why did they have the confidence to live stream it? Like, it could have gone so badly wrong. Is it because they already oh, because had... Of, because of disaster, still good viewing. I'm thinking but, about that yeah. in the current sense. I don't know what media... It would certainly have viewers... But at this point in time, they're trying to get a faith in the program, faith that we had... In America. Well, sorry, Amer- I say we, I'm British Kiwi, not we about it. Trying to get, like, the fact that the Americans had better technology in the Soviet Union. Yeah. So yeah. To, to live stream it with the risk that it could have gone terribly wrong, which is a very high likelihood. I'm nodding my head here. Yeah. I like the fuel, as far as conspiracy fuel goes. I like yeah. this. Yeah. That's... Yeah. That's a big old gamble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a big old gamble. Yeah, so did it they? It also seems, from a from a Kiwi perspective, quite the American big dick betting. <laughs> we we like Americans. <laughs> oh, because I said big dick. No, I'm just saying we like Americans. Just in case they're thinking of cutting up funding. Because <laughs> of all our. Which is currently how much? <laughs> Zero dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero American dollars. Yeah, we will sell out to anyone that wants to pay us, is what you're saying. Also zero New Zealand dollars. Yeah. yeah. And also zero British, British pounds. Canadians. <laughs> like. So they they live stream this knowing that it could go terribly wrong, which yeah. is a massive I think that was a massive risk. I'm like that was either some big kahunas mm. or they were confident in what they're about to um, share. My I don't know. I've done very research on this. But I, I very much feel that a seven-second delay seems very fast for a, a moon live stream. And I feel far more... I might be basing this on Mars live stream information that's getting a bit across here. It's confused here. Well, uh, the, the moon isn't actually here. that far away from us. About 380-something miles or kilometres. It was 300... I, I think it was 237. Ooh, did, did we check that <laughs> with our last Google search? Was yeah, we, it miles we, we did. We did. Uh, no. no, that was... Chip, what was it? Kilometres or miles? Oh, anyway... For those that were listening back then, you feel free to rewind and double check that. But I, I, I don't know. I, th- I feel like the delay would be longer than seven seconds, mm-hmm. and that to have a live str- live stream could be a delayed live stream, as in by more than seven seconds. As in, they could like to insert fake footage, or they could just maybe. cut it off. 
Yeah, or they could just like, oh man, this is this is going this badly. Horrifically, unfortunately, Let's we can't off. show this because we've lost contact. Or and just you start. It, uh, you could just like you could just cut the feed to the yeah. media and say, hey, we've lost contact. Sense. We don't know lost why. Contact. That gives you time to say the worst has happened. Um, sorry, fortunately we don't have to broadcast it. But also, if it all works out, well, then we get to big dick swing, and it's actually quite a safe gamble. I I agree though. Like the seven so second delay is a, a safe enough reason to live stream it because there's a delay yeah, enough, time enough for you to go to be like pull plug. Yeah. 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 And and also, like there were there were more than four hundred thousand people directly involved with the Apollo eleven moon landing. And that's just from NASA. I'm very like I said. I'm once again. I'm very sure that the USSR would have been checking this. Like well, that's that's four hundred thousand people directly involved with the Apollo eleven programs, like directly employed. Yeah. So, do you, how can you keep that amount of people quiet for all this time? Well, they they could also be what like you don't have to have that many people watching are delayed. No, no, the same four hundred thousand people is the amount of people that are actually working on the space program, not the people that are watching. Oh, like sorry, they're just involved with the space program. Well, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. Could, to, on the other side, go up and yeah. say do an orbit around. I'm trying to argue in this in the case of the you have researched this. You're a piece of shit. I haven't. It feels like you have. Ease up on the insults. Clearly, you're the dumbest slut of the group. Slushy of the group, yeah. <laughs> it's the OnlyFans podcast. But, okay, well, look, you, you, you just completely undermined what I was about to say. Carry on. You've undermined what I was going to say. No, you went first. I can't remember now. So, yeah, 400,000 people, minimum, who are directly involved in this. How could you keep them all quiet? Yep. Now, the conspiracists would say it's because all of the program was actually compartmentalized. So only a small amount would actually know that it was a conspiracy. The whole 400,000 wouldn't know. Yeah. They just know that. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was about to say. You, yeah. could build, you could get enough people involved to do a close enough job and then have a, like, you just go around the, the moon or, like, whatever. Like, you, you fake up, you send something down to it that doesn't actually have people in it. And it sort of looks like a craft goes there and lands and takes off. You don't have to risk human life. And, yeah, I'm, I'm paying the sceptic again. But okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. that is actually very close to one of the main conspiracies. Okay. That yeah. NASA did actually launch Neil Armstrong, mm. Buzz Aldrin, and the third unnamed guy. Just kidding. It was Michael Collins. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> into, not to to the moon, mm. but into orbit around the Earth. So all the people that were... Just around the Earth, not around yeah, the Yeah, just around the Earth. But yeah. that means that all the people that were involved in the launch actually genuinely were involved in the launch. They had no idea it was a conspiracy. If the moon and yeah. it's tracked enough, I think you'd go all the way to around the moon. Yeah. You could launch... Oh, I'm just... Like, oh, man, I know, so, I know no details about this. Um, but you can easily launch something to the moon and take it off and not risk human life and well, they, fake it up. A into orbit, yeah. not to the moon. Because yeah, Launch it done. to around the orbit of yeah. the moon, send something to land on the moon, unmanned, and take it off, and then insert fake footage here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would make feasible sense. I yeah. mean, it's possible. Yeah. So the crew orbited the Earth for eight days mm-hmm. before they got sent back to Earth via the re-entry plan. According to the conspiracy. According to the conspiracy. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, via the reentry plan that we already went through, so that the reentry plan was much the same as it was for the actual moon landing. Mm-hmm. So most of the people involved genuinely were putting people into space and getting them back safely from space. It's just that which creates you four hundred thousand believers. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the, the moon, it's just the moon bit in between that didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't actually launched a craft into space, it would be pretty obvious, especially to the USSR, who were very closely monitoring the mission and would have immediately pounced on it if they had proof that it didn't actually get into space. So my fearful skepticism about this is from a person I know who knows a person kind of thing. Like it's, it's, it's like I haven't actually done the research on it. But they they said that the USSR monitored far more than just to space, that they monitored it all the way there. I don't know that for Who a is fact. this person? I can't, I can't even remember, honestly. Like, it was a long time ago that I, that I heard this, quote, fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, th- like, I get the feeling that USSR would have monitored far more than just to our orbit, to our space, that they would have actually tracked it for a bit further than that. Which is could give it fuel to send it to orbit around. Uh, is this one of your conspiracies where they go to around the moon and then send something down to the moon, but it's unmanned? But they bitch can... maybe. Pardon me. Bitch maybe. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate your manners. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Um, you distracted me. What would you? Did you have an actual question there? No, no. I talked about how the USSR would have monitored it more than just to our orbit. They would have monitored it further, is my speculation. Well, they were monitoring. Yeah, you, but you said to orbit, to, mm. to, to space, not, and I meant to the moon. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. they, they, were, they were watching. Yeah. And up until that point, or just prior to that, before the moon landing, they were winning. Yes, yeah. Or were they? Oh, I love it when you do that. I know, this it, is my favorite. It fires me up every time you start going, or... Or were they? I want you to whisper that to me later tonight. Or were they? Oh, say it again. <laughs> or were they? Okay, that's enough. Yeah, carry on. Um, this is my favorite bit. Yeah? Sir. Oh, man. I, I was actually, to be entirely honest, and this is no disrespect to anyone who finds the subject massively interesting, mm. because... It, is mm. I wasn't convinced that there's a conspiracy in terms of the moon landing from the US perspective. But As I'm tippy toes, eyebrows, both <laughs> eyebrows are up right now. Where's this going? So we actually change. Well, I say we. I actually changed the drink tonight from a drink that I originally called the Moontini. Have you just roofied me? Maybe. It explains my massive erection. And the direct eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd originally planned a drink called the Moontini mm. because it was about the moon landing. Mm. But because I found this next part so interesting, I changed it to the cosmonaut. And I would like to take the opportunity to raise a glass to the lost cosmonauts because I actually believe what I'm about to say entirely. Oh, okay. Okay. Are we clinking glasses we're so people glasses. know we're actually... To the lost cosmonauts. You were very brave. And sorry, who are these lost cosmonauts? I'm going to get into that. Okay, take a drink. Just take a sip first. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll keep talking while you slurp it up, and then you can explain who the lost cosmonauts are. As we discussed, the Soviets were winning. Yeah. Yeah. Or had already won, depending on your point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your point of view? Like, what's winning? Is it? The first thing into the space, in which case the Soviets have won with Sputnik. The first well, living yeah, being into space. The race is what we have heard it to be. First to well, we won. I'm saying first, yeah. into just in terms of general knowledge, what do we class it? Because in general knowledge, mainstream knowledge, the Soviets were the first to put 
an actual man-made object in space with Sputnik. The first to get a living oh, creature into space. That's pretty much what I was meaning. Yeah. Like maybe they viewed that as the race and they stopped competing and then NASA or America goes, look, we need to create further goals now that they've stopped competing so it looks like we win and we can feed that to the media. Well, I think you're just thinking too hard into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. <laughs> what do you class as winning? First man to space or first thing into space? First living creature into space? First man on the moon? Like, what is winning? Did Rush, did well, the Soviets... But no one actually specified the terms of the race. I thought you said Nixon did. Oh, no, he said man to the moon. But yeah. did, did oh. the Soviets actually agree to these terms? They didn't. So, it, but the Soviet, you could argue that the Soviets actually did a lot no, more, it, a lot so before. I guess where I was asking before is what the fuel is behind this race is to assert dominance, mm-hmm. that they are far superior. They're flexing back and forth until yeah, one gets were. scared and backs down. And to say, hey, look, we've landed a man on the moon. This this is... And so the, the race is an unestablished goal that far exceeds the opposing players' um, capabilities. And landing a man on the moon is a big flex because... Because the USSR were not there yet, if it is true. So that could be the race. It doesn't have to be a exact destination, but more of a get so far ahead that, okay. you, that, that it is clear you have would be the winner. I, I, I do see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think that the USSR had reached a lot more milestones for the states had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. Maybe because uh, I guess a lot more of the... The press we would you say that a lot more of the press we hear is more American than USSR slanted? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and so maybe that's just uh, to, like this, the the conspiracists that listen to this will I, I hope approve of this is that we are basing it off uh, a media driven fact rather than actual fact. Yeah. American media driven fact. So. I hope someone at home right now is going, Amen, brother. So I, I I guess depending on your point of view, we could say that the US beat the USSR to the punch. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Yeah, um, okay, okay. Like we said, it depends on your point of view. Yeah, yeah. The USSR beat them in a lot of ways, but the States did get a man on the moon and back safely again mm-hmm. before the USSR did. Um after the fall of the Iron Curtain in the early 1900s... Um, the Iron Curtain being... The USSR. Okay. So you know how before it was, like, not Russia, but... No, 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 I just didn't understand the Iron Curtain reference, okay. but carry on. Yeah. So the Iron Curtain is said so because, like, we barely got any... Inf- as in the West, sorry. Barely got any information out of the Iron... Out of that area. Mm. And it was called the Iron Curtain because everything behind there... Was unknown. Yeah. After the fall of the Iron Curtain in 1991, um, we actually found out that quite a lot of we found out quite a lot of stuff that happened in the space race that we didn't know about previously. Mm. Some like disasters that happened mm. um, from the the USSR. From yeah, from their side. Yeah. So 1960, obviously. So they only let the good side get to our side of the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. So, 1960, a rocket exploded on launch, on the launch pad, killing 78 people. Um, in 1961, 
just one year before Yuri, uh, Yuri became the first person in space, a fire in a training capsule killed a cosmonaut. And in 1967, like two years before the moon landing, a parachute failure killed another cosmonaut. Okay, but th- I mean that's all good luck. If you're trying to generate funding, you don't you don't broadcast your bad news. You share your good news. Nothing's no, changed totally. from any nation anywhere. Okay. I yep. I I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. But uh, these are just the ones that we know about. Yeah. So I am actually, and you can call me conspiracy theorist. Mm. That is totally fine. Mm. I am actually fully convinced that the USSR was hiding the deaths of other cosmonauts, and I hence don't. The toast. Hence the toast. Because they're very brave people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like Laker, these people. Laker being the dog for those. Laker being the dog. Yeah. These are very brave people that ah, their balls were so much bigger than mine could ever be. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think that Yuri Gagarin was the first person in space. I think that there were other people before him. Okay. And I think they died horrifically. So the most convincing evidence of this is uh, two Italian brothers called Achille and Giovanni Giudica Cordiglia we'll just call them the Cordiglia brothers mm. from now on because that's a big old mouthful they were living in Turin which is in northern Italy at the time um, this is like in the 50s, 60s mm. and they had their little hobby was building radio receivers out of surplus war, war junk Surplus war junk. Yeah, so yeah. from from World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they they first so they were just like massive tinkerers. They they loved all this shit. Mm. And their their first their first success was they thought that they had managed to record the launch or, or not launch, but they thought they managed to record Sputnik pinging a beeping back to Earth after Sputnik was launched. Because this is obviously the first man-made thing in space. Yeah. And they thought they had managed to find him beeping back to Earth. Um, so they were actually recording for oh, many, many years, like oh, well over a decade. Um, they were listening night and day from their rooftop. And they actually they bought so much old World War II junk. They entirely filled their roof with old antennas or not old but like old and DIY antennas from World War Two on top of their their apartment their, at their parents house so <laughs> they they allege that on November 28th 1960 they intercepted a transmission of an unnamed launch an unannounced 1960. launch 1960 so nine years before the yeah. moon landing so this is an apparently an unannounced launch so there's nothing that was in the news or anything there's no launch supposed to be happening mm. but they they claim that they found or they heard intercepted an SOS in Morse code and they said that the the, the transmission was moving very far away from Earth later this on this is also early days in a lot of days. this kind of stuff from mm-hmm. guys doing it from their mum's roof and not to discredit them, but there also could just be a lack of information to explain something they don't understand. Yeah, quite yeah. possibly. But it could also be true. So I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm just devil's advocate in here. That was just the first of many. Yeah. Okay. So later they also heard um, what they thought was a heartbeat, 
and um, a, a heartbeat that they heard slowing down, and then a call for this is so all the words that they heard that we're about to discuss all in Russian they had to get translated because okay. they were Italian speakers. Yeah. Um, and then they heard a call for help in Russian, begging for help. The um, I'm going to quote it for you. Quote start. Conditions are getting worse. Why don't you answer? We are going slower. The world will never know about us. End quote. In 1963, they recorded someone saying, among other things, this is actually, um, these are actually all recordings that you can listen to on YouTube. They're garbled, they're in Russian, the quality isn't that great, but they are actually publicly available. So it's not like... Well, they're on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Um, So the translation is for this uh, later one, I am hot. Talk to me. I can see a flame. Am I going to crash? I feel hot. I will re-enter. This is amongst a whole bunch of other stuff that she was saying um, about... Oh, she's talking about have you how, listened to any of these? Yes, I have, but they're all in Russian. Have you applied Google Translate to any of these? I have not done that. Okay. Did they have subtitles on them? No, they had a... Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, but if you're talking about how originally they knew, this is before Google Translate, they had people translate. Yeah, yeah, but so the videos so, you watched had subtitles. Yes, that's correct. Okay. But that's one of the reasons why some people think it's a... Man, I'd love someone we know who understands Russian to listen to that and translate it. And Do we know anyone who knows Russian? No, I know nothing, nothing. But I would, so I'd love to well, see a comment that just says, like, these, I speak Russian. These recordings it's... have been around since the 60s, so many Russians... Did you read the comment section? I read the comment section. And... In self-care, you do not read the self the comment section. Um, no. And it's and it's the media. The man is only allowed approving comments to stay. And of course. And no, like generally the the comment section, mm. and this is against what I believe is. I mean, I think it sounds very plausible. Mm. But in some of the comments, apparently, they think that because of the grammar, they don't think it's an actual Russian, a native Russian speaker. But that's the only thing that's really going. So, so are they what? So because of the grammar that the speaker uses, yeah, they don't think that it's a native Russian speaker. Oh, they think it's someone faking a Russian accent or faking a Russian. Faking name. Russian. Yeah, yeah, because they're actually talking Russian. Yeah, yeah. Saying, because the grammar, it's not a real Russian, a native Russian speaker. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So they think it might be America faking. Oh, I don't. This is nine years early, though, eh? This is nine oh, years before earlier. the landing, though. So. How, well, when did we start sending men to space? So Yuri Gagarin was 1961. Okay, so this is still a year before that. But the theory is that Yuri Gagarin was The just first public man. The first that came back alive. Right, okay, okay, cool. So a year's, a year's a reasonable time, okay. And cool. it, wasn't until, it wasn't until the 90s yeah. when the Iron Kitchen fell that we actually found out about all the failures that they had during the space race. Yeah, like yeah. The, the all the stuff we just talked about. Yeah. So is it impossible? All the to, failures we've been told about. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it impossible to think that they had a lot more failures that we weren't told about, or that they didn't? Because, well, look at Russia at the moment. You know. Yeah. I'm. I am. I'm not going to say my hundred. Are we about numbers. to start getting political? We shouldn't get political. No, I'm not about to get political. Let's I'm keep just it conspiratorial. Conspiratorial. The the Cordelia brothers always maintained that they're telling the truth, and um, there was a Vice documentary just a couple of years ago. I think it was two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty, where they managed to actually track down one of the remaining 
brothers because the other one had died a few years beforehand. Mm-hmm. So there were one of their remaining brothers, Achilles, or Achille, they interviewed him and he still maintains to this day that... This is this is the Italian guys listening from the rooftops. Yeah. 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 That this was all true. and What they heard is true. Yeah. That, yeah. that what they heard was true. Yeah. And it's actually, if you want to listen to it, I will link it below. It's actually really interesting. What you, sorry, hold on a minute. You'll link it below? Yeah, well. How are you going to do that? In the Insta. Oh, you're gonna put it on the Instagram page. I'll put it on the Instagram page. You know, you can't link from the Instagram page. I just, I hear YouTubers say, I'm gonna link below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're gonna to have to do an Instagram post with the website as the photo. I'm going to link it below. Oh, she's, she's not, but she's gonna find a way to try and share it. Okay. I'm gonna link it below. <laughs> so stubborn. <laughs> it's actually a very interesting. It's a very interesting um, interview because he maintains the the remaining. Cordelia brother he maintains to say that it was all true and that what he heard is true yeah yeah yeah. he said it's true yeah and I think what's interesting about him is that he is super technical about it so he doesn't talk about conspiracies he doesn't talk about feelings he talks about but they're the best fuel for good good conspiracies I mean yeah you could be right oh that just remind me I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast of a gentleman that used to work at Area 51 as Area 51 a a podcast, uh, an episode? Uh, no, but we did mention it earlier. This yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So I've heard some good Got Area some 51 good facts. Okay. But sorry, carry on. Um, I can't remember what I was saying. Um, he was very technical in his explanation. Oh, that's right. He was. Um, it does sound like he's just like super into his the, 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 the technical side of what they're recording as opposed to the... He knows his shit enough to fake it. Or to tell the truth. Uh, I actually, that's not what I was going to I mean, you're right, but also that's what I was going to say. It's more like he was more interested in the technical aspects of it than the emotional aspects of it. He's, he's very confident that transmission that he heard came from space and not from another aspect because he knows fuckloads more than you so, and me and probably most of our viewers. So Tom, Thomas hasn't listened to it and he will listen to it later tonight and he will let you know what he thinks. How am I going to let them know that after the recording? Because we'll have a third episode. I Let's assume. take a 10-second break. I'll listen to it. Then I'll get my thoughts on it. Okay? Okay. Okay. So so from listening to your evidence, I don't speak Italian and there's far too much. That was Russian. Oh, Russian. So the, the brothers. Also, oh, the brothers are Italian. This, the, I don't speak Russian and there's far too much reenactment about the evidence to for me to... Well, that, that was a, a lack of a, a lack of. That was an interview done in two thousand nineteen, superimposed over the recordings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't speak Russian, Russian, so hard to have a comment on. But okay, carry on. Um, I guess that was pretty much it. The the the, the third party evidence that I can't testify for or against believes and, it, and people that are against the hoax say that there's issues with the the Russian accent and grammar. Obviously, I can't comment on that. Right, yeah. So, apparently... It, it's, it sounds emotional. Listen to the... It could be a quality hoax recording or a quality real recording, but it sounds emotional. And what you heard was just a fraction of what is available. Yeah, Because yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. released uh, nine recordings Okay. Um, over the years. Mm-hmm. And that was just... Yeah, so for anyone one. that wants to listen to this, how do they find what I just listened to? Oh, you can just Google, or not Google, but you can search Lost Cosmonauts into YouTube. 
Mm. Or if you Google Lost Cause Noughts, you can find a whole lot of stuff. Okay, okay. On cool. the internet. Yeah, make that some, conclusion for yourself, yeah. Some a lot more well-researched than others. Anyone you'd recommend in particular? No, not really. Okay. Because um, I wanted this via Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> the front door of the internet. Yeah. yeah. Front page um, of the And I sort of progress on to the more mainstream ones from there. Yeah. So I, I can't actually remember the actual stuff that was better. Right. Um, the, obviously, the, the accents and grammar issues... I can't comment on. No, neither can I. Yeah. yeah. But there is there is a fun, fantastic podcast that was done. Um, or We mentioned it before. A couple of years ago, a guy from Vice managed to interview one of the remaining brothers, Giovanni, yeah. who was 80 at the time of the interview. His, Eight, sorry, he's what? 80 at the time oh, of the interview. 80, yeah. His, his brother had died mm. before that, the other brother, the yeah. Achilles. And he still, he still maintained... That what they heard, what they recorded was was fact, yeah. entirely true. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty much everything that I had on this. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So that's so that's all the conspiracies. Well, all, all the I mean, evidence for it being a fake. Yes and no. So yes, all the mainstream ones. Yeah. I didn't go into because I know that last time you weren't a big fan of the like real dumb ones. And I could have gone into the whole, like, David Icke, the moon does not actually exist. It's just a hologram. Okay. I decided not to go into that because... Try to keep it a bit more realistic to yeah. appeal to my Patrick brain. Um, as far as me, say, like, if I had to give it a score out of 10 of believing that's a fake, 3 out of 10, with 10 being absolute fake and 1 being not a fake at all. Um I think the, the the need to flex it to, to prove that they are superior as far as technology and space and what we can launch on you that like just don't you should be terrified of how far up, up, um, beyond we are of you. Yeah, I can I can understand that, uh, but so much of it I guess as far as uh, photo evidence goes, I, I, I'm against as far as like. It's, it's a three out of ten. So like I think I think I'm still like a smidgen skeptical, but majority not. Yourself? I if you had I, to give it a score out of ten? I do think man went to the moon. You think man went to the moon? Yeah. Yeah. I do think that the Soviet Union might have covered up some failures. I am gonna be honest, I was yeah, so like I have no doubt about that. Like if I was if I was in a, a race of Publicity. I'd want to hide my failures and only broadcast my strengths because that's the, the we point. We only found of the out about the mainstream yeah. ones in 1991, mm-hmm. which is decades after these failures actually did happen. So, it, I I think it's very believable. It, that's, that's also a long time. Like some of those failures could be fake as well, for all we know. Well, no, the failures weren't fake. These are government records. I'm saying that's the that we did hear about okay. were like the lower end of the scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, when it came to last week's one, I, I think I'm actually quite... It sounds like good fuel for... Robber fuel? <coughs> good murder fuel for it being a, a actual a, a, a conspiracy. With this one... But actually, you, you, like, I was going into it and kind of hoping that there'd be some really good evidence, like last time, for it being... Fake, but 
I'm, I'm not convinced and from a from a lot of research I'd, I'd be inclined to think this is still a real that we did land on the moon I think we landed on the moon I think it's incredibly impressive and incredible fluke and incredible lucky it was genuinely yeah 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 but good stuff so it's so enjoyable to hear that on from a from a space nerd's perspective who's the space nerd you or me I'm the space nerd I have a key to the nuclear national society do you still have the key yeah. Do they know that? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> they haven't asked for it back. <laughs> Do they know? They haven't asked for it back. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know if they They know? haven't asked for it back. <laughs> so that conclu- does that conclude? That concludes. <laughs> Do you want to go check don't out Don't ask the- too many questions is the moral go- of the story. Do you want to go check out the observatory? Absolutely. Right now? Right now. <laughs> Raise your eyebrow like it's a gesture. Right. Like we're going to get in legal trouble for it. But that does conclude... I'm assuming that concludes this week's episode. Thank you very much for all those following along. If you'd like to comment on our <laughs> sexual tension or the brattiness of one of the hosts, feel free to let us... The sexual tension that we do not have. <laughs> Apparently there's quite a lot of sexual tension. It seems to be the main feedback. I don't know why. Like, it's only that I find you like 10 out of 10 attractive. Not anymore. 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. That's offensive. Yeah, more, more than more than everyone else but that's all God, thank you very much for listening to the the tinfoil tavern my name's thomas my name's hannah <laughs> that was unplanned and we'll catch you next week